If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Hold your head up, warrior. We got a whole world to win. In honor of our fallen fighters and future generations, it might not be easy. No, with me, the tears start to flow. Get up, look in the mirror, and say, I'm gonna be me. Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where you ask the hard questions like, what do I do if my girlfriend's head starts spinning around 360 degrees? Uh, you could always tape it to her shoulders. Tape? Well, I mean, what else are you going to do? <sighs> support okay, her. Okay, great introduction, <gasps> everyone. Can you this just tell her to stop? Her and love her. <laughs> That's what. Okay. All right. Uh... Hi everyone, and welcome to Dice Roll. Uh, if you are a regular listener, you know who we are. And if you're not, then hi, nice to have you here. We're usually a Pathfinder 2nd Edition actual play podcast, which tells the story of Kingmaker, a fantastic tale that goes all the way from level 1 to 20, telling stories of heroes who go into the wilds of the Stolen Lands and make their own kingdom, defending it from fays, fiends, and worse. However, today we're doing something different. Today is the final day of the Prison Pals Pride Flag Special series. Uh, for Pride Week, Prison Pals, a, another actual play podcast full of queer folks, so if you haven't listened to them before, go give them a look. They are fantastic. Um, they have been organizing a the Pride Flag series, a series of one-shots run by other queer uh, actual play podcasts, each one based on another color from the rainbow flag. For example, on Sunday, there was a red uh, one-shot with life and on Tuesday, there was a yellow one-shot, which had to do with sunlight. And today, Friday, is purple. And that is us, and that is spirit. And we're going to be doing something kind of spooky with it. Before anything else, thank you to Prison Pals for organizing this. This has been a hoot to take part of. And thank you to Lizzie Sui, who wrote the team song for this episode, LGBTQ. Now, without further ado, let's start going around the table. Um, so... Starting with me, hi everyone, I'm the GM, your gender fluid GM, Derry, uh, I am the game master for Dice Will Roll, and I usually do all the cool and awesome stuff that everyone cares about and loves dearly, like running the game, and 
<laughs> okay, next person. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ritz. Uh, I'm the comic relief. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Hi, I'm Ritz. I play uh, Iker Tikles. Uh, he is a, uh, a, a guy, a king, a bard, a dude, just a man on a mission uh, to do things and have stuff happen. And that's it. That's so descriptive. I'm, I'm, I'm astounded, Ritz. Well done. Right? Okay. By the way, I'm non-binary. <laughs> Day them pronouns, baby. Uh, Day them. Okay. How about we go to my, uh, my comfort boyfriend, Dave? You're... <laughs> okay. Um, hi. Um, I'm Dave. I am a boy. Um, and I play Alden Felstad. And he is a transmasculine um, half-orc fighter, and he's just a sheriff. <laughs> and lastly, but certainly not leastly, Luna, KK, my darling, tell us about you. Hey guys, uh, I'm Luna. These guys know me as KK. You can call me whichever. I respond to both. <laughs> uh, I am the NB girl of the group, and. I play Casca, who is a a half-elven druid slash cleric. She's the one that keeps all the knicker alive. <laughs> um, but today, everyone, we don't care about those guys because we are holding a very special Pride Week episode. And fuck you those know three. what's yeah? Fuck those three. We don't care fuck about them. Fuck them. Bad characters. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, we are doing two things for uh, Pride Week. One of which is we're going to do something gay, which means a lot to us. And the second thing is we're going to do something gay because what's gayer than Halloween? You're so uh, right. It's actually true. You know what? We are going back to the first campaign that we as a group ever played, Carrying Crown, a gothic horror fantasy campaign where vampires stalk the night, werewolves stalk the night, ghouls stalk the night. <laughs> it's not safe outside. No one goes outside at night. And Everyone's we are going out. to be. And it's fucking wild out. Um, but we are going to be doing a fantastic uh, little one shot with our characters that we played when we first started gaming three years ago, now at level 20 in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Pathfinder 2nd Edition plays a lot like D&D, so if you know how that works, most of this will make sense. The key differences are that the action economy is you get three actions on your turn, and you can do whatever you want. So you can move three times, you can attack three times. Some things take more than one action, like casting a spell, you gotta wave your hands and cast a spell together, so that's two actions. But for the most part, very straightforward. The other thing is, if you get 10 above or 10 below uh, someone's AC or their DC or whatever, when you're saving answer or attacking it, whatever, uh, you get a critical success. Meanwhile, the opposite is true if you get 10 below. Everything in Pathfinder 2nd Edition is super modular. You kind of like customize it like it's your favorite bionicle where you rip off one arm and put on the next and just, you just make things, it's, it's good. It, it yields you in practice. <laughs> If you are looking forward to a uh, high-level adventure, I think now's the time to turn off the lights because we're going to get real spooky in this bitch, everyone. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. I think we are. Okay. Let's go. <clears throat> Shaking. Shivering. The sun hangs in the sky like a red ball of flame. Smoky clouds circle 
over the ruined town, as tree-hooded figures walk through this blighted land. Once upon a, st- a time, this land was a thriving village, but now, as these cultists, foul necromancers, carry bones with them, they are about to turn it into the birthplace of something horrific. The people that lived here starved in a horrible famine, and their spirits still reside here. And it is these spirits that the cultists will weave together. They chant their evil magics as they draw a circle in the ground around piles upon piles of ancient forgotten bones, which start to connect together. They form a figure, a towering skeleton, the size of a skyscraper. It slowly rises, and waves of hunger pass over everyone. A Gashadokuro, a horrible undead monstrosity, rises in front of them as the cultists chant, and their leader says, Now, we the Whispering Way summon thee, Gashadokuro! You shall join us in our rampage against society as we bring undebt to all that would oppose us. So said the scions of the Lich King Tarbafog, who, holy shit, what's that? And suddenly, <laughs> tree figures are standing on, the, uh, on one of the houses looking down upon them. So say it, my dick and balls. <laughs> Ah, oh, fuck, everyone abandoned ship! <laughs> That's right, bitches, it's the night preventers! A paladin, an alchemist, and a sorcerer stand upon a building. And they're about to roll initiative as we get right into a fight and start introducing these characters. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Everyone, roll initiative! I'm gonna cry. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm emotional. I rolled a nut one. Oh my god. Oh, starting off. Starting off. Great. Starting off in character. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay. Top of the order. A half elf alchemist with black uh, bouncy hair that cuts off at her shoulders wears a red cloak and wields a crossbow and a sight. Bombs and potions line the belt that she wears as she jumps into action. KK, tell me about your character. Oh, this girl is feral. (laughs) Not in the sense that she's kind of, um, just like from the wilds feral, but she she would definitely be described as kind of an alley cat. Mmm. What's her deal? What's her name? Who is she? What's she done in the past? Tell me all about her. Uh, her name is Arceris Vildion. Mm-hmm. She is an alchemist. She is... She prides herself on being an alchemist. She actually owns a shop in Caliphus mm-hmm. that uh, her father and her grandfather had run previously. Uh, she's very... She's just very into bombs. Very into bombs and very into things that could make her possibly stronger. Namely, mutagen. <laughs> she loves doing that body horror to herself, huh? Uh, it's fun sometimes. Slightly painful, but fun. On weekends. Worth it. 
Asterisk, you have three actions. Before you stands a Gashadokuro, this immense, size-huge skeleton made of the bones of other skeletons. It has an AC of 31, 210 HP, and a two-hit bonus of plus 25, and it does 3d12 plus 12 damage in a single bite. How do you take on this monstrous foe? She screams in its face with battle cry. Okay, you're gonna make an intimidation check. I love her so much. So starting off with your feet battle cry. Make me an intimidation check to demoralize the shit out of these poor cultists. <laughs> uh, 46. 46! The cultists fucking shriek! They, they are... That is a crit by fire. These are level 1 characters. You're level 20. <gasps> Cool, because they also terrified retreat. <laughs> okay, oh so the cultists, they dip eyes at each other, and they're like, you're gonna go, right? And they're like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That was a reaction, not even a regular action. You still have three actions. These cultists are already turning tail to run. What's up with the Gasha de Kuro, though? What are you gonna do about that? Uh, she's gonna say, oh, no, you don't. And she is going to... Remember when I said she was feral? Oh yeah. Down oh. feral metagen. <laughs> okay. Asterisk, you quickly go for your belt, pull out a potion, and gulp it. Immediately, your body starts to shake and shiver as you glow your... Uh, hands kind of warp and turn into long, sharp claws, and you grow fangs and teeth as you kind of look like a weird cat monster. Uh, Nyarsaurus is back in town. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that took two actions. You had to pick it up and you had to uh, go for it. But you have one action left. What do you do? We said bombs were one action, right? Yes, we did. Shaking. Uh, she's going to bomb... She's gonna bomb Big Skeleton Boy at the feet and also aim for this poor-ass cultist that's closest to them. Okay, which bomb are you using? Let's go for a favorite element. Let's go for Alchemist Fire. Okay, Arsherus, with a quick flick of your uh, <laughs> your evil cat hands, you quickly pick up a uh, flask of flaming liquid and toss it, and you aim for the Gash de Kuro and hope to splash the cultist at its feet. Make me an attack roll. Shaking. <laughs> Ooh, okay, that is a... Uh, that's a 37. A 37 is a hit against the Gasha de Kuro. Roll damage. 13 damage. Okay. Uh, fire spills onto this creature, and it immediately takes it, uh, and it's also going to take uh, some persistent fire damage, which means that it has been set on fire by your bomb. <gasps> Um, <laughs> it roars out in pain, and the cultist at its feet uh, is immediately going to take some uh, f- splash damage. Um, he has a l- significantly less HP than the Gashidakuro, um, so he yells out in pain. That, he did not like that. Um, Arthurus, you snarl as you realize that you haven't done as much as you would have liked to against these uh, bad guys. But then, standing out from beside you, a knight in shining armor with a breastplate on his chest, uh, a sword, the symbol of a holy god of justice, a powerful shield, a billowing cape, and a face that is half burned with fire stands out beside you. (laughs) Angelo Lorimer. It's good to see you again. What's up? What do you do? Um, this is Angelo. 
Um, mm -hmm. and he is a paladin of Iomere. Mm -hmm. The goddess of justice, of valor, of being cool and epic. Uh, yeah, and you know what? <laughs> Angela's cool and epic too. Um, he is, um, he's probably, he's 33 by now. Um, yep. that's fucked up. I started playing him at It's age. been almost 10 years since these characters did their adventure, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, so he is a father. He's married to a man, he's trans, and you know what? He's gonna kick Skeleton ass. Um, not yeah. that Skeletons hey. have ass. And he's also incredibly nervous. Love that boy. He Love has him. an anxiety disorder and also a feat <laughs> that makes him that, that makes it difficult to scare him. How that works is beyond me, but um, it does. <laughs> Um, okay, Angelo, you have three actions. The Gasha de Kuro stands roaring. It is ablaze, uh, and there are cultists near him who are clearly trying to get the fuck out of there. What do you do? Um, well, there's a giant skeleton, and I think I'm a little bit more concerned about that. Um, mm -hmm. So Angelo is going to run up this man. This is very mm -hmm. tall, man. Actually... All right. Um, hold on. If I... I know what I'll do instead. Uh, instead of just walking up, um, I'll only get one attack this turn. Um, I'm gonna use... I'm gonna use Celestial Form so that I can fly. Okay. Tall. Angelo, as you stand on this building, you quickly say a prayer to the Goddess of Justice, and angelic wings burst from your back and a halo lights up your head. You take on the form of an angel and you get right to business. Okay, um, then I'm gonna fly over. You still have tree actions because technically that's always active. You just suppress it sometimes. Oh my God. It's because wings are big. <laughs> um. <laughs> Angelo, you f have a fly speed of 60 feet. I am going to fly over to this man. And I'm gonna fuck him up. Um, I'm going to use my sword to kill with, you know? Okay, go for it. Use your divine, the Grand Holy Avenger, a sword once held by Aoyama Day herself. Mm -hmm. It was a gift. <laughs> Dead his ass! Okay, uh, that's a 40? You know, 40's a crit. I rolled a 4. <laughs> um, okay. A four plus 36. Angelo, you fly over and you quickly cleave into this dude. Um, well... How much damage is that? I did 35 times two. Um, that's 35 times two. That's 70, right? 70 damage? Yep. And, yep. um... You 70 damage this massive skeleton as you cleave through its rib cage, and you still have an action left. Um, Good lord. You know, sometimes. You guys are monsters. <laughs> you say that like you're not a fucking monster too. Um, we'll get to that. <laughs> and I'll fight. I'll attack it again. I'll attack one more time. That's a 37. A 37 is not a crit, but it is a hit as you rush into this dude. Go for it. That's 35 uh, damage. Your flaming holy longsword cleaves into this tank, continuing to do immense levels of damage. That is your turn, Angelo. The Gasha de Kuro's turn is now. This thing lets out a rumbling roar, and you guys feel waves of hunger uh, waft over you as an in 
intense amount of starvation uh, emanates from its aura. Everyone make me a fortitude save. All right. 41. 41? Yeah, you're fine. Funny enough. <laughs> okay, I rolled a 40. Okay, yeah, you know, you're good too. And 45. You're all good. This thing isn't even phasing you. Damn. Um, it is, however, phasing the cultists who all topple to the ground. The Gashadakuro uh, lets out a rumbling roar and picks up one of the cultists, immediately biting him in two, swallowing him and turning him into power of his bone mass. Uh, the Gashadakuro restores some HP from that, but not much. It's going to use its second action now to turn to this angel in its face and let a rumbling roar as it tries to grab him and uh, pull him into its mass too. That's a 16 plus 25. Angelo, does a, uh, does a 41 no. hit Angelo? my ass. <gasps> Holy <laughs> shit. I, f- cool. I flip you off. Not Angelo. I do. <laughs> um, it's going to try to attack you one last time. And you know what? I'm going to assume that a 13 plus 20, a, uh, f- yeah, 33, I assume isn't good. It's unfortunate to tell you, but, um, that, <laughs> that's a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as it tries to bite into you, Angelo, you swing to the side and it bites into one of the buildings and it kind of like crunches into the stone and it oh, like brings its head up and it like starts spitting out uh, the, you know, the building it's eaten up. So it's going to have a penalty to its AC now, which is great. Fun. Exciting. Uh, it is still on fire, so it continues taking damage from the fire that Arceris set him on. And Damn. he... Yeah, it's still raging. That fire rages through his body. Um, it is a cultist's turns now. Uh, both of those cultists are practically... Uh... Oh, wow, yeah, no. They immediately... They try run, but the starvation of the creature they created is so overwhelming that they fall to the floor and immediately succumb to their own creation. <gasps> like most cultists tend to do, oh uh, let's be real. You know... <laughs> One final figure stands on the roof. However, because they rolled a nat one for initiative, they do accidentally slip a little bit, catching themselves at the last second. <laughs> Brushing off their coat, they take a second to reorganize themselves. And a dampier with green curly hair and bright golden eyes looks up at them, leather gloves sparking flames as he readies some spells. Ritz, tell me about your character. Well, this is Voltaire. Voltaire Lafayette. Uh, because that's how you name characters when you're 16. Um, (laughs) (laughs) he is, of course, uh, Dampier, which if you don't know is half human, half vampire. Um, on his mother's side is the vampires, but, um, that's not entirely relevant right now. Um, he is a now chaotic neutral, or uh, chaotic good character. Um, used to be chaotic neutral. Um... But, uh, d- he's got good friends. He's got good friends. Um, and uh, he's had some good adventures, uh, a lot of which have ended him uh, being on fire. But do you want to know what? I think I think there's not enough fire right now. Not to be a raging pyromaniac and arsonist, but I think Voltaire is going to cast a certain spell. Oh, yeah? Listen, Arcerus supports Voltaire and his... 
hierokinetic needs. <laughs> Angelo does too much, All to, right. much to his Voltaire, own what are you doing? I'm casting Flame Strike. Okay, so Ooh. what happens on a Flame Strike? What do I gotta do? Well, you don't have to do anything because I'm making the spell attack roll. Um, okay. So I'll tell you what that is. That's 12 plus 33, that's 46. Said, wait, 5, 45. That's a crit. <sighs> Ain't that just sad? Um, so that's 86 fire damage. Uh, okay. The flame is infused cool. with divine energy. Um, okay, cool. Creatures in the area apply only half their usual fire resistance. Oh no! He has fire resistance. Man, that Fuck. sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> it sucks that yeah, it I just halved that. Isn't that sad? Isn't that... It is a little bit sad. How? <laughs> um, How much damage do you do, Voltaire? Well, well, it's 40 damage times 2, 80 damage. Okay. Uh, oof. You absolutely singe this guy as flames strike from your hands, uh, arcing and screaming into him. You're a sorcerer, but you have got done a touch of studying in wizardry, and together you've made yourself... Quite the horror, haven't you? I have. I've done a lot of studying over the years. You're an undead bloodline sorcerer, and I'm afraid of you. Good. Um, okay, it's not down yet, but it looks like it's about to be. Arceris, it is your turn. You have feral mutagen, you have bombs, and you have a giant skeleton in front of you. What do you do? Well... She is going to catfall leap and tumble right next to Angelo. Mm-hmm. Wave to Angelo for just a second, <laughs> and then use her fucking feral fangs and feral claws to murder this thing. Okay, go for it. Let's start with the claws, shall we? <laughs> Maybe we shall. Okay, that's a... It's a 48. You know, 48 might well just be a crit. You are level 20. 26 damage plus 6 uh, additional lightning damage. Lightning damage? Yes, you have a shock. I gave you a shocking room because I felt that was nice and sciencey. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that would sound like her. 32 times 2 dies 64 uh, damage. Arceris, how do you kill this monstrosity? <sighs> oh, oh, man. Boy. I think... I think while it's on fire, uh, she is quickly analyzes it for for any parts that isn't like super in like induced in flames. She and then she just uses her claws to get at the joints. Ooh. Ooh. So that way, it just tumbles right from under it, under Heck itself. Yes. You slash its uh, knee off, and this thing lets out a final rumbling roar before it disassembles, falling back into a pile of bones, and finally is released from this mortal coil. Or should I say immortal coil? All right. <laughs> you all stand now over the ruins of a, f a failed in summoning of a horrific undead monster. And you all realize, hey, that mission took a lot less time than it was supposed to. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Voltaire, still on the roof, kind of shimmies his way down, absolutely falls on his ass, uh, uh, gets back up, um, and he's like, well, fuck. That was supposed to take, like, two or three weeks, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Angelo, Angelo comes over to, um, he walks over to the, the building and flies up, and, um, he's like, Do you need help getting down? Ugh, carry me down. Um, I can't okay. walk. Stop, right. you're Angie, married! baby. Shut the heck I, up. Alright, okay. Um, and, Wait, are you gonna let me fall? No, I'm not gonna let you fall. Um, and then he, he hefts uh, Voltaire over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes. And, oh, my hero. All right. <laughs> and then he flies down and puts him down, and he's like, Are you, uh, nobody got hurt? Is everybody okay? Nah, thanks, babe. Uh, I don't think I don't think that thing or the cultists could have done anything well, to us. you guys are fucking monsters. Scratches. Arsurs puts up, <laughs> looks at her hand. She's like, oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> she, like, dissipates the mean. She dissipates the immunity really fast. <laughs> fucking lord. As long as I've known I, you, dude, I've never gotten used to that. I... Uh, I got some new stuff, okay? I have to try it out in the field. You know how it is. As fucking epic as it is, and as cool as you are, fucking are, like, all the time, every second of your goddamn life, I... Thank you. I can't, man. I... You, that's why I wore a hood all the time. <laughs> To stop oh, thanks. Stop from you guys needing to I see that. All you cool. saw were like bright blue eyes, I hope. I think you look really cool all the time. Thank you. <laughs> As you're all kind of uh, arguing, suddenly there's like a vibrating hum that comes from Arstris's backpack. Uh, and you realize that this is the missive stone that you are carrying. A, a communication line uh, using magic and, you know, cell phone, I don't know, uh, with your, uh, shall we say, your sponsors. Mm -hmm. The secret society of the esoteric order of the Palatine Eye. And you hear a voice uh. saying, Hello? Can, can you all hear me? Uh, One second! She takes, out, she takes out the stone from her pocket and she says, Hi, we can all hear you. You're on speaker. Speaker stone. Speaker Hi. stone. <laughs> Greetings, uh, night preventers. What's I Gucci? Trust that you, uh, I trust that you are almost at the field. Um, well, we've actually finished it. I, have, I would like to let you know that we have done some research. We believe they may be attempting to summon a gasher de Oh, no, 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 uh, uh, you don't understand. We already took care of that? Yeah, um, it's already yeah. done. Yeah, um, it went faster than expected. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little late. But... We've allotted you three weeks on this journey. Yeah. Damn, I guess you miscalculated. Uh, early vacation? <laughs> Ooh, I like that, actually. Ah, well, this does actually leave us in a spot, which means that we don't exactly need you for the next three weeks. So yes, for once, night preventers, if you would like to take a paid vacation, on behalf of the Order, I'm sure I'll be able to find some people who would be willing to pay for your pleasure. Uh, paid? Paid? You said paid. Hmm. I did say paid. Uh. We this, you, you remember that we pay you quite a salary for your uh, secret services, as it were. Oh, I know. Uh, You're just talking my sexy, sexy language right now, and I am hearing it. I'm going to pretend I didn't hire that. I'm a lesbian. I'M NOT HITTING YOU ON YOU, I'M GAY! Hey. Now, as I was saying, um, 
If you're at the site already, that means that you are just south of the city of Kalkal. Perhaps you could spend some time there. Alright. It is summertime, okay. which means that if memory serves, the opera industry in Kalkal should be in full swing. <gasps> Perhaps you would all like to take a visit to the Village of Voices and indulge yourselves in some thespian activities for some time to take your mind off some of the more grim happenings of late. That's fair. Would that be acceptable to you all? Fuck yeah! I like that. Sounds good. Sounds good. When you get there, simply tell them that you are paying on Embra Darmid's tab. Voltaire writes that on his arm. That's me. Voltaire, that's that's me. What? Voltaire? I'm sorry, you're breaking up? I can't hear you. There's some interference. I can't... He's being down again. I can still hear her. I'm Bertang's Voltaire. Okay, alright. Why are you bullying her? She pockets the stone. An issue? Don't bully her. That's very mean. Uh, whatever. We got a vacation to go on. Who cares? Well, I care, but I am happy that we're going on vacation. Uh, I think we fucking uh, deserve well, it. It's about time. Everything has been so stressful lately, and I think that I might die if we don't relax. Yeah, fair. Well, time to relax. <laughs> So I can call Kendra and see how she's doing with the kids, and we can relax. <laughs> Lesbian rights! <laughs> um, would you all like to move to the city of Kakao and have a surely uneventful vacation? Surely mm-hmm. nothing will surely. happen. Everything's right. gonna be fine. <laughs> I'm sure. Alright. And we move to the city of Kakao. Ooh. Ooh. You make your way after a few hours of walking into probably the most beautiful city you've been in in quite some time. Where the Moshray River empties into Lake uh, Proferia, a delta of a dozen tiny islands rings with the song of the Village of Voices. Music has transformed the muddy treading posts on the clay-tinged lake waters into a city of culture and of hope. As you walk through the open streets, you hear a blend of music swirling into one as the city's musicians and hopeful apprentices practice almost endlessly. The city is beautiful, avenues lined with linden and walnut, locally mined limestone, and pale marsh wood decorate the buildings, and around you see spacious gardens, beautiful arches, and architecture sporting balconies, towers, and elaborate windows. Compared to the hopeless despair that reeks from other cities in Ustalav, this place seems almost like paradise. Except for the fact that in their beautiful and extravagant outfits, almost like something from a play, everyone in the streets seems to be hiding their faces behind masks and veils. This is the sexiest place I've ever been. You enter, and certainly this place is gorgeous, but again, everyone is wearing, like, porcelain masks and veils that hide their face. You do not see a single scrap of skin as you enter. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, are there any, like, uh, vendors around that sell masks? 
Uh, there, you do see, I think, um, as you enter, you do see, like, uh, street vendors. They're all very ornate. Nothing here. It's like this whole place, uh, has been... I think the best way I can put it is, um... Imagine a whole city gentrified. Like, not even a scrap is left over. Oh my god. That's the true horror in this campaign. Yeah, that's terrifying. Oh my god. Um, everything is perfect. And there are vendors who are selling masks. They're also selling gloves. They're selling linen. Uh, a cheerful woman is, like, saying, Get your masks here! Masks, everyone! You're gonna want them! Uh, I think Voltaire walks up to uh, that specific vendor. He's like, uh, I'll, g- I'll get one of those masks, but uh, what's the... What's going on? What do you mean that's going on? There's lots going on. Uh, do you mean, perhaps, the plays that are going on? The music which swirls through the air? It fucking blinks at her. Um, no. Uh, I mean the people in the masks. Why is everyone wearing masks? The figure stares at you, like, puzzled. Why, it's to keep away the mosquitoes, of course. Cacao sits at the edge of a fetid swamp, and during the summer months, they buzz into the city itself. And they pause for a moment, tilting their head. There's no other reason someone would want to hide their face. Right? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'll be taking one of those masks now. Two silver, please. Alright, uh, and he reaches into his pocket and he uh, uh, hands off some money. Okay, she takes it and you've got a mask. Uh, it's unsettling. Like, everyone is uniform here. It's fucked up. Um, they're all wearing really like they're wearing opera like dress in the middle of the streets. This is okay, yeah. That is odd. All right. He, he, he turns back to uh, he goes back to um, Arsuris and Angelo, and he's like, "All right, uh, well, you've entered Freak City, Freak Central, if you will. Uh, mm. I suggest you guys get masks." Yeah. As you say this, like a very fat mosquito starts buzzing towards Angelo. <laughs> oh god! I set it on fire. Like it's a big boy. It's a big, big boy. Actually, I take, I take my hand and I slap it. You kill it instantly. <laughs> Angelo sprints towards the, the vendor and he's like, "Can I get a mask, please? Thank you." Uh, you all mask up, surely, but you have some time now to explore the city of Karkow. Uh, you could uh, investigate anywhere throughout the city, uh, the city map, for like the Blaspear Plaza, where buskers play music ad nauseum. You're starting to get a little bit annoyed by all the music, by the way. It was charming for the first few minutes, yeah. but it's, it's a lot. Um, or you could check out, uh, you see on a tour pamphlet, the Tatter de, uh, de Malian, the nation's only school of comedy. I'm going there. Definitely oh, not. Me. Definitely not haunted by spooky evil clowns. You could also check out uh, the uh, some of the other buildings around. But the thing that probably catches your eye the most, cough cough, is um, the Karkow Opera, Ustalov's finest school of uh, theater music and performance. And also, according to uh, Edward Daramid, somewhere you may be able to get a free performance later. Hmm. I hate you because you've dangled haunted clowns in front of my face. Um, I haven't prepared anything with haunted clowns. I know you haven't, but you said it to me and that's a crime. Um, (laughs) how how dare you? Um, Voltaire is like, 
Alright. Uh. This place seems pretty. You know. I don't even have to describe it, but, um. Dharma did say something about that opera, right? Yeah. She said that, um. That we should, like, go to it, because they're showing plays right now. Or operas. You ever been to an opera? Um. No. No, I haven't. No, it fucking sucks. I Let's go make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Well, whatever makes you happy. So do you all head down to the Kakao Opera House? Yeah, yes. I think we do. Mm-hmm. So you make your way onto the campus. It is like a place of learning, first and foremost. But there are like several looming buildings, all of which are truly gorgeous. Um, the most important one, the one that you are going to be heading towards... Uh, is uh, the Diamir Opera House. Uh, one of the most famous opera houses not only in Ustalaf, but on the whole planet. Ooh, that's fucked up. Okay. Uh, as you approach, you hear music waffling, and this music, unlike the more amateur music which plays around the rest of Karkow, is glorious. Even though you might not like uh, opera very much, Voltaire, even this gets you a little bit excited. This is some quality stuff. He's, he's got a little bit of, a little bit of starry eyes, a little bit, but that mask. Uh, you all enter and you take off your masks and you look up and everyone's still wearing their masks inside. Okay, I fucking hate this place. I don't like this. There this shouldn't be mo- there shouldn't strange. be mosquitoes in here. I mean, they can't really make mm. us wear them, so fuck it, right? Um. I think we'll be fine okay. in here. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Let's go. It's just an opera. Angelo puts a hand on Voltaire's shoulder and he's okay. like, please do not jinx this for us. I'm not jinxing anything, man. Come on, let's go. <laughs> okay. Angelo's like, somebody help me. And then he gets <laughs> in. Uh, you go up, you check out the marquee and there are three plays that are playing. Um, they're all very nice looking. Um, the first one is uh, The Ballad of Mad Mad Margaret, a play which tells the story of the Closoi Theatre's envious makeup artist and hairdresser who slashed the throats of an entire chorus line before emerging on stage in a bloody gown. Oh, There's Minuet of the Midnight Ivy, a dance performance which tells the lifespan of a single tangle of ivy. And this week's most popular show, evidently, it is slattered in five-star ratings. Ooh. Requiem of the Banshee Prince. Ooh. A dramatic retelling of uh, a particularly famous phantom which apparently haunted this very opera. Derry? <laughs> Don't dangle phantoms and operas in front of me, Derry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a theater Sing kid. for me, my angel. Derry. <laughs> You don't know what you're doing here. You have uh, you have some choices. Uh, which one would you all like to watch? Is there really any decision to be made? I think we should watch The Ballad of Mad Margaret. I think that you're gay. Um, <laughs> I think we should watch The Dance of the Fucking Vine. Of course you think that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um... Voltaire, uh, gay that he is, uh, is immediately drawn to uh, the Phantom one. Uh, would you like to sit down and watch a performance of Requiem of the Banshee Prince? 
Well, yes, I would, and I drag Arceus and Angelo with me. Angelo is dragged. Okay. Arceus um, is like, okay, all right, no need to fucking. <laughs> you don't have to pull. Uh, you guys make your way to the theater place, and the first thing that strikes you as you enter the opera hall is it is mostly empty, despite the fact that this is apparently the most popular show right now. Fuck yeah, front and seats! As you make your... Yeah, you get front seats easily. Um, <laughs> very quickly, you realize that the three other people in here are all wearing masks as well. Oh, uh, fuck them. Uh, you all sit down and the performance begins. Um, it tells the tale of the Banshee Prince. A long, long time ago, there was an elf who performed in this opera. He was one of the most talented swashbucklers and daring-do performers that Kakao had ever seen. So talented was he that he drew the attention of kings, queens, tsars, and pharaohs, and the envy of his fellow performers. One night before his big, sh- uh, his big stage show, which would have gotten him the attention of the gods themselves, or so say the opera, uh, he sat down for a meal with his friends, only to start choking as he spat out and wailed as he had been poisoned. <gasps> Gasp! No! The fi- uh, finale of the performance shows the, uh, what happens to him. For in the final moments of an elf betrayed, if he is so vindictive and furious at what was happened to him, if something grand like a life of fame and divinity was snatched before him, he will transform into a spirit, an evil being called a banshee. And his wail haunted those who put him in the grave until one by one, they too suffered with the same fate. <laughs> it's a good show. It's okay. Anyway, Stan Banshee Prince. Um. All right. Uh, as you're watching, this is all like, it's it's okay. It's yeah, like the performers are like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing their best. It's. <laughs> They don't seem to be putting a lot of uh, gut into it. They're also all wearing masks, which are clearly not part of the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's... Yeah, you're kind of like glancing at each other, being like... Like, Voltaire's fucking digging this up! But yeah. as Angel, you two are like... <laughs> okay. All right. Arceus has like um, Arceus is like the kind of the kind of uh, asshole kid in the uh, in the movie theater who's just like slashed (laughs) slashing their seat, um, arms crossed and like feet propped up on the seat in front of her (laughs) because she knows that it's empty. She's like, I mean, okay. I love her. (laughs) Angela is just trying to be as polite as possible. Um, it's at this point. Voltaire, you're too enraptured in the show. But towards the end, as the Banshee Prince sings his song of vengeance, uh, you hear, like, some glass shattering. Um, Not like, oh, no, the window. You hear someone drop a glass. Uh, And Arshris and Angelo, I'd like you two to roll a perception check. Wow. (laughs) Ooh. 
need to open. 45. 46. Okay. Wow, okay, cool. okay. You, you always have to beat um, me. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you uh, snap your heads to look at where this shattering happened. And uh, Angelo, you see uh, what happened is that uh, one of the ladies, she had been sipping on a glass of wine because this is fancy times and people just didn't have safety procedures. Um, but they should have safety procedure because she dropped it. And she's, it's just shattered onto the floor and a pool of wine is now spreading on the floor like, like some kind of red liquid. I don't know. Um, and she's like, <laughs> she's very sheepish. Uh, her veil is hiding her face, but you can see it by her hands. So she's like, huh. Um, but Aristarchus, you looked one second before Angelo did. You actually saw it when it was falling out of her hand. No amount mm-hmm. of safety procedures could have stopped that. Because it fell through her hand. <gasps> like it phased right through it. What the hell? Arceris... Arceris goes slightly... Arceris goes uh, slightly wide-eyed. And then she looks at the other... Uh, the other people who are here. And then she looks <laughs> at the performers on stage. And squints. Um, she sinks down in her seat and whispers to Angelo. Hey, so the wine glass phased through her hand. Like a, like a ghost? Like a ghost. Finally, something interesting. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's especially interesting about that is, Angelo, as a uh, a member of the Knights of Lastwall, Mm -hmm. uh, an order of knights and paladins who defended the former uh, nation of Lastwall from undead threats before it fell to the Lich King, the Whispering Tyrant, you have an ability called Grave Sense, Mm -hmm. which tells that your skin crawls when the undead are close. But your skin ain't crawling. Hmm. Angelo looks at his hands and he's like, I'm not... There's nothing undead in here, though. At least not that I can sense, and I can sense the undead. Uh, Voltaire leans over and he's like, shh! Strange. Hey! (laughs) Angelo breathes. Alright, we can talk more about this after the show. I think that's a good idea. And then and, and then Angelo crosses his arms and he looks very grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> and Arceris resumes her former position. <laughs> the show continues. It's it's good. It's like it's a good show. Um But eventually uh it does come to an end and the performance take a bow and blah blah blah. You know how it is. Voltaire, you give a standing ovation, you're the only one. Yeah. Um Absolutely. Everyone else. Everyone else starts getting ready to leave. Uh, the woman who dropped that wine glass is kind of like very quickly walking out. Like she's really embarrassed about that. Um, what do you guys do? Well, great show. I loved it. How romantic was that? It was, it was really good, Voltaire. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was awesome. It was great. It was cool. She's going to go and see where the wine glass is. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You- <laughs> what you see is Arsh just like getting all fours, tr- 
through the aisles and like picking up shards of glass. <laughs> Voltaire leans uh, over to Angelo and he's like, I think she's finally lost it. <laughs> I, I heard she's that. She's not lost anything. What? Well, when are we gonna watch? Angelo, she's on all fours picking up wh- God whatever is on the floor. Well, I'm about to explain why. Um, and Angelo's like, during the show, um, there was a, like a glass shattered, and I sort of said that the, the glass phased through the person's hand. So what? She's a clumsy bitch. What? Phased through hands. Like if I went, like if we high five, okay? Are you imagining high five? Okay, uh, he puts his hand up. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and 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 then he he sort of like. Uh, he motions to high five quietly, and he's like that. But imagine he high fives instead- really hard. Okay, Jesus, hi. <laughs> it was like imagine as if- you're. <laughs> you two continue doing that, Arthurus. What are you looking for on the floor? Uh, she's trying to see if like there's any there's anything weird about the glass or anything weird about like this area in general. Absolutely not normal? This is, uh, the, the glass is perfectly normal. The wine tastes normal. You fucking dip your fingers in it to check. Everything here is normal, which means the only thing that wasn't normal is the creepy masked person. Uh, Arceris looks at the other masked people who are leaving and tries to see, hmm, what, what's their deal? Are they, are they normal? Are they cool? Are they, uh, are they fine? You can't tell. They're getting away, though. Yeah. What do you do? She's like, okay, uh, uh, she, she looks back at the guys and she's like, uh, uh, what? You want me? Uh, the, the, the woman that left, the one that left first, uh, we should try to find her. She's it's still there. She's like because... climbing up the stairs. Um, do you want me to stop him? I, I can do that. No, 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 I can do it. I can do it. Oh my gosh. Um, and it... <laughs> he was about to cast Wall of Swords. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What's here? These are probably people who, 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 puts, who puts on the mask so that he seems normal um, to them. And he, he walks over to the lady and he's like, excuse me, ma'am? Huh? What? Huh? Uh, he, Sorry? He, damn, I was going to say he bats his eyelashes, but that won't do anything. Um, Got eye holes. Got eye holes. Okay, well, he bats his eyelashes. And... <laughs> oh, you seem very polite. <laughs> I, <laughs> Angelo is like... Um, did you drop uh, wine earlier? Huh? Uh, no, no, bye. And oh. she starts turning to walk, and before you can stop her, two halberds cross in front of you, Angelo, and two city guards are like, stop! Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no worry. Okay. Hi, how can are I Are you the people who uh, signed in under Embert Daramid? Yes. What's it to you? Yes, we are. Yes, you we are. Don't fucking tell them the truth. That's a... That depends. Who are we speaking to? Back. Voltaire. City guards. Well, They're also wearing masks. Okay, that's fair. Well, hello. How can I help you? Uh, <clears throat> Countess Sassandra Livgrace, uh, the ruler of this city, would like to have an audience with you. Oh, she can make a goddamn appointment. All right. This is the appointment. Hey, Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> Voltaire's shoulder again. He's like, please. 
I do not want to get in trouble. <laughs> and, he turns, and he turns back. And he's like, um, we'd be, we'd, we'd be glad to make, um, make an audience with her. Okay. And you are very quickly escorted to the Sterling House, the home of Countess Safandra Livgris. Fuck's um, sake. As you are going, uh, I would like you all to make a society check. Okay. See what you know about this lady. 39. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Nothing. <Ouch>. 23. <laughs> uh, fucking... I have a plus five to society. I'm not good at it. Eight? Like a total of eight? A total of eight. She has a plus six to society. <laughs> what the I hell? Two. I have a plus 27. High five. We're not trained in it. Uh, <laughs> Arsterus and Voltaire, you two exchange a glance. And you, like, both kind of nod at each other. You both know the same thing. Countess, she's she's a fucking vampire. <laughs> Voltaire sweats. <laughs> Um, Angelo, however, you know the truth. Cassandra uh, Livgrace mm-hmm. uh, is a... She's a good lady, good singing, takes care of her city. However, 30 years ago, there was an attempt by her while she was 16 to run away from her boarding at the Krakow Opera, which led to her kidnapping by a shadowy abductor. Thank goodness. Searchers found her unharmed amid the city's labyrinth sewers three months later, and she has no recollection of what happened. Oh my god, that's not the real one. Well, that's fucked up. Who knows? Regardless, you are now standing in her place. She is uh, sitting with a cup of tea. Uh, she has a veil over her face, uh, and she kind of like pulls it back to sip on it, but you still can't see her face. And uh, she is sitting at that table and kind of waiting for you guys to come in. And uh, she looks up at y'all and is like, and you must be the people under the employ of Judge Daramid. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, we have a name. The knife preventers. Knife. Uh, <laughs> why? Why are you called the knife preventers? Because we stop knives. Prevent knives is the idea that, like, you know. We used to be called the pussy thrusters. If you prefer right. that one. Just sit. Okay. All right. She sits down right, right in front. <laughs> I was her history. Hoping, I was rather hoping that one of your other names was. And she kind of glances at the guards and leans and says. You're part of the esoteric order of the Palatine Eye, correct? Oh yeah, that too, lol. You're <laughs> some of their most powerful adventurers. Is that correct? Well, that is true. Could be. Your reputation would say you. yes. Um, I need your help. We need your help. Are you okay? She sighs and says, something strange appears to be happening at the Diamere Opera House. While it's true that every stage in the city has its own gallery of theater ghosts and legends, this seems to be something more. For the last two weeks, every night at 2am, a haunting song, if indeed you can call it a song and not a hiss of a teapot coming to boil backed by music, has been playing from the Opera House. And she Hmm. sighs and reclines a little. Those who hear it have been displaying some unsettling symptoms. 
like. Well, one might even go so far. She pulls back her veil and she reveals her face, the first face you've seen since you've come here. And she's almost see-through, dripping in ectoplasm. Ooh! To call them positively ghastly. <laughs> that was a funny joke. I, I, Thank good you. One. I was work. I was. Ex- I, I see what you much. did. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, the point is, we're all turning into <gasps> specters. It would seem. Oh, fucked up, man. Oh, that's what happened. Everyone is too ashamed to admit it. I believe everyone thinks that they're the solitary case, while they're clearly not. Um, yeah. Oh, that's what the masks are. Okay. Oh. More and more people are wearing them every day, which means that it's getting worse. I see. Um, yeah. It, this all started a few nights ago. Some students vanished in the middle of the, uh, the night. The next night, there were the songs started in earnest, and investigating security went missing, and the city guard went in on the third night. And they didn't show up, and uh, my my own beloved. Venel Andronella, former street thief. Um, she went to investigate as well. She hasn't shown up since. Ooh, my condolences. I'll do. Oh. I would be happy. To I. Help. I don't know what's happening, but I fear that all of Krakow could end up like this if someone doesn't get to the bottom of this and quickly. Yeah, we have time on our hands. Fuck it, right? We quite literally do have weeks on our hands, though. That is true, yeah. I would be happy to be able to help in any way possible. Uh, Voltaire puts his hands together and he's like, well, we check the opera house first. That? That might be a prudent idea. That's where the music has been playing from. It's also where my vinyl went. So we find the source and we squash it. That would be ideal. That tends yes. to be what we do. But I must warn you: be careful around there at night. Um, do I look like I wouldn't be careful? Yes. No, you see, you seem reasonable. I, Thank I you. trust you entirely. I appreciate it, really. Um. Arceus looks at her with wide eyes, like, "Oh, you have only just met him." <laughs> well, uh, you get the you get the feeling that Liv Grace is a little bit naive. Um, Angelo puts his hands together and he's like, "I promise that we have been through worse. We'll do as everything that we can to help." Thank you, and good luck, knife preventers. I'm sure you will need it. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did, and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So, yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. So, 
What is the plan? What are you guys going to do? What now? We're going to kick ass. Um, kill. 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 Slaughter. Kill. Um, okay, so we need to go to the opera cool. house, and I think that we need to go backstage. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes, if you will. Okay. Uh, so you return to the opera house. Um, you are you waiting until dark to go in, or what's the plan? Um, I think not till like dark, but definitely uh, later in the day. Okay. Um, Where it's like getting dark, but it's not quite there yet. Okay. So, do you guys want to do some preliminary uh, investigations? Because two a.m. is apparently when this stuff kicks off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also. So you guys enter the opera house, and uh, what do you spend your time doing before the two a.m. show? Um, Voltaire's looking around like uh, the um, the cast mirrors and like the dressing rooms. Okay, you do a lot of that. Um, I think what you find, Voltaire, is that uh, well, make me a perception check just to double check. Maybe I will. Twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Wow, that's a bad roll. <laughs> Oh, that's a bad roll. Um, I rolled a three. Voltaire, you spend a couple of hours just investigating this place. And from what you can tell, everything's in order. Like, it's not like there's, oh my god, uh, fucking uh, traps. Or, oh my god, there's a body stuffed in the mirror or something like that. So everything seems to be pretty much in order. Really quick. No, hold on. It's still my turn. I have something bad to do. Um... Okay. <laughs> Are there any props from the from the band from the banshee prints in here? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, there's a full costume. Okay. I'm taking the costume. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you. You take the costume. Angelo, Arsus, okay. are you, you gonna do anything or do you wanna wait for performance? Um Arsus is going to check uh either the storage or wherever they keep the uh Musical instruments. Okay, make me a perception check. Uh, uh, 45. Okay, Arsterus. You scout okay. into the orchestra pit, and as you're walking, you suddenly like stop because as you're walking over like the rug like the rugged floor, you hear like a creak in the floor in one spot that's different everywhere else. And you pull the rug up and check, and there is a trap door. Bingo! You peek in, and it seems to lead into a deep, deep, long tunnel beneath the opera house. Mm. And at first, you are filled with excitement until someone makes me a society check. Not me. It has to be Angelo. Oh, a society check? <laughs> yeah, Angelo's the best one in this situation. 46. Angelo, you are well aware that this is not out of the normal for uh, this place. Okay. Um... In fact, Karkow is rumored to have not one, not two, but hundreds of underground tunnels connecting to sewers, labyrinths, and ossuaries beneath the city. That's literally so sexy. Um, Angelo lets you know. You've even heard some rumors that the people they gentrified this place from, (laughs) the swamp men who lived in Karkow before the city was built, they grew tired of living in the swamps, and now (gasps) they live in the sewers beneath the city. (gasps) <gasps> this probably not involved in this, though. Like, that's what you're getting. <laughs> it's shaking thinking about swamp anything. Um, Swamp gentrification. 
Amplification. Yeah, Angelo lets you guys know because he, he he loves to share knowledge. Uh, I think Arcerus is kind of beaming, uh, thinking that she found something, and then An- um, Angelo says that it's not that it's actually normal. Oh. She's like, "It's normal." Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Unfortunately. Kind of fucking freaky. Grew up in a city where there's an underground city of vampires beneath it, and somehow this is more. She knew nothing about it until that book. (laughs) Yeah, she only found out like recently, ish, (laughs) ten years ago, whatever. Um, It's only been a decade. Only been about nine years. You know what? You know what? (laughs) Um, Okay, so I think it's about midnight when something happens. Ashris, you're, like, crankily sitting in a seat because you're, like, uh... (laughs) Uh, And you watch Angelo, who is, uh, you know, poking at one of the paintings, when suddenly you see him, like, bolt up and he shivers. um, And you can see that he is definitely suddenly unnerved. And before you can ask him what's wrong, uh, some tests are showing says, Hey, is this seat taken? (gasps) And you look up, and there is a person beside you. (gasps) Uh, no, sir, go ahead. And he sits beside you. Is he? Yeah, this is a fucking ghost. Angela, you look and uh, your face pales because Arthur's is sitting next to a ghost. Um, and Angela is, um, like, hmm, um. Arthur's is just sitting there like a stiff cat. <laughs> she has, she is, her back is just straight. She's not even touching the backrest. Both her hands are just on her thighs. She's just like, Mm-hmm. Um, Angelo, Angelo pretends to chirp. He goes, "Oh no, Arceus! I need a band aid. Come here to me. Come here." Coming. <laughs> um, you two are bickering, and Voltaire, you come out of like the dressing room, like, "Hey, what's up?" And you see them, and then you freeze because they both got their backs to the uh, suddenly fucking full opera house. Oh my god! He makes that uh, noise. Oh my. God. Arceus turns to Voltaire. She's like, what? She looks back. She's like, oh my fucking God. Ghosts. And lots of them. And they're all just calmly sitting down, ready to watch a play. Uh, Oh my goodness. I would like Uh to go home now, Mr. Squidward. One of the ushers walks up to you and is like, hey, you probably want to sit down. The play's about to begin. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You guys quickly take some empty seats towards the front. Arceus is again very yeah, stiff. <laughs> and indeed, the play does begin. Fuck this. Three figures walk out onto the stage. They are not the same actors as before. Huh? Although their costumes are ever so familiar. <laughs> and you can tell that these figures are flesh and blood. But the masks they wear, there's something ominous about them. These tragic comedy masks <gasps> move as if they themselves are alive. Clowns! They are dressed as jesters. Yes! As they introduce the play. Welcome, one and all, to tonight's performance of the greatest show in the world. Oh, Requiem of the Banshee Prince. And the play begins with these three still dressed as clowns turning to one another and performing the very same show you watched earlier. 
And when they sing, it is not with their own voices they sing. Something echoes through it. Fuck you guys do. Uh, cool as this is, and it's pretty cool. Fuck this. What? What the fuck? Uh, we gotta fucking stop uh, this, don't we? I, yes, I just, we just... Angelo is Angelo's prickled. He's so uncomfortable because there's so many ghosts in here. I mean, I don't have any shit against ghosts, but I set the place on fire. Uh, Solve the problem, would, wouldn't it? Would anyone like to see if they can identify what's up with these definitely flesh and blood people on the stage? Yes. Yeah. What would I roll for Actually, that? Yes. Yeah, sure. Uh, make me a occultism or religion check. I will be making a religion Ooh, check. Uh, it's a th- oh, wow. Ooh, occultism. Fuck yeah. 52. Okay. Uh, a 39 for Angelo. Um, Voltaire? A 52. Oh, I got a 43. This is all Voltaire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you all crit. Um, but... Holy shit, it's been long but crits this session. This is what you get for putting level 20 characters in a relatively normal adventure. Yep. These are muse phantoms. Or, at least, the masks are muse phantoms. The, the people, people wearing them are possessed. Oh. And you watch, uh, you know, what you know about muse phantoms is essentially, uh, for performers who die before their time and those whose love of theater is stronger than death's grasp, the show does indeed go on. Such actors rise from the grave to become muse phantoms, undead spirits that haunt opera houses or auditoriums and possess the bodies of living actors to continue their art. You know that uh, they are dangerous, uh, not really to you, maybe to like people 15 levels lower than you. Um, <laughs> But more specifically, they're very dangerous to the people they're possessing because they can and will use a special ability called Grand Finale to essentially self-destruct their opponent. Is there a way to make them not do that? You know that they are weak to positive energy. He looks at Angela. Arsus looks at Angela. (laughs) One moment. The play is continuing as you're like kind of all discussing, hey, these are muse phantoms. Um, and they're singing and their voices are kind of like have a chorus to them. Like each voice sounds like a hundred mm-hmm. and they're performing very well. But the show itself is choppy. And the scene, any scene where the Banshee Prince himself would be is conspicuously empty. Uh oh. Until the end where the murder happens. And you remember, oh, this is the part where they poison him. And they drag out, um, they drag one of the uh, actors to his knees, which didn't happen in the original. And they pull out an ax. This didn't happen in the original. And they get ready to fucking execute him. Hey, 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 Voltaire stands up. Uh, what? As you step up, they do make a swing and like it does get him and like the guy yells out, but he's not down yet. I uh, am casting a spell. 
Okay, so everyone, we're gonna roll initiative real fast. Voltaire, because you're using a spell, you will not be rolling uh, your regular roll for initiative. You'll be instead rolling your uh, arcana skill or your occultism. No, what? Which spell are you casting? Um, I uh, figured that out again. Um, um, I was gonna cast dominate. Okay, yeah, sure, dominate would do. Um, so. You're going to try to counter-possess the possession. Cool. Yeah. You're using a divine spell, right, uh, yes. Voltaire? Sorcerers in second edition do not just use one spell list. They can, depending on their bloodline, they use a different spell list. And in Voltaire's case, mm -hmm. that's divine, which means that you have to make a religion check for your initiative. Everyone else, just roll your regular initiative for me, will you? 34. Uh, 45. 39. Uh, so they got 39 to their initiative. These guys are apparently a lot stronger than you thought they would be. Oh, great. Okay. So, Astris, you are first in the order. Uh, you see them swing and catch this guy. They apparently are trying to brutally murder him instead of poison him. You don't know if this was in the script. What's going on? This definitely wasn't in the script. <laughs> Uh, you have three actions, Arceus. What do you do? You know that the people being possessed are innocent, but the phantoms which are possessing them are not. Well, uh, she's going to do something pretty cool and use the back of the opera of the uh, opera house chair to uh, spring her forward towards the towards the actor that's uh, being axed. Okay. And make him down an elixir of life. <laughs> Okay, so interesting. Um, Astros, I need you to make me uh, a attack roll with this because you do bounce and I'm gonna give you a hero point for a very interesting way of propelling yourself very quickly. Hero points are special ways of rewarding people to make them do special things later. Um, <laughs> Arceus, you, uh, however, as you try to shove this uh, potion into its mouth, you see it is fighting back against you and it lets out like a guttural scream in your face. Uh, okay. Uh, that is a... Yeah, that's a 40. Okay, yeah, you just about shove it into his mouth and force him to start gulping it down. Um, and you see his wounds start to heal, but you see that mask go from comedy to tragedy very quickly. <laughs> um, so, roll me that heal damage. It's hard to tell. Uh, okay, it is... 58 HP back. Yikes, okay. So he's, I mean, immediately healed Max, but you see the ghost inside the mask shriek. It lets out a horrifying scream as it fights back as part of energy splashes into its uh, soul and starts ripping it from the inside out. It's not dead yet, which says something. This is a strong ass spirit. Uh, like you usually kill things in one go, maybe two. Um, fuck. Uh, Arshus, that's all your turn uh, because you spent one action bouncing, one action pulling out the potion, and one action shoving it down his throat. Uh, you have to make me a will save now. Uh, fun. I'm not entirely sure if alchemists are good at those. I doubt it. Not really. Uh, and Arshus was no. always a little bit too curious for her own good. Yeah, and uh, alchemists are not known for their will. No, they're all kind of mad <laughs> they kind of They kind of succumb very fast. Yep. Roll me that will save. Apparently not her. That was an eight. That was I just rolled an eighteen. Um. Oh shit. It's a forty-five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You pass. Arshus, as you enter the uh, 
Tespian aura. You feel the uh, this creature's tragic comedy aura starting to push into you, and for a second you feel overwhelmed by the emotion and beauty of it all. And then you slap yourself. Like, Wait, no, I'm fucking not. What the fuck? Mm. <laughs> uh, it is now their turn, however. Oh, uh, so oh, son of a bitch. They kind of like giggle and gasp and they're like, oh, ho, ho! you want to join the show? Why don't you join the audience forever? Um, and it's going to uh, cast uncontrollable dance on you. Oh, my Make God. Make me a will save, Arceris. My favorite spell. Oh, I roll an 18. Dice, be nice to me, please. Okay, that's a 38. Asterisk, you suddenly flinch and you swing up to your feet and you start spiraling along in time to the music, which still plays from an unseen orchestra. So... Make me dance, I'm gonna fucking murder your ass! (laughs) Uh, so, the way that uncontrollable dance works is that on your turn, you have to spend uh, one, two actions uh, of your each of your turns dancing for a minute. Um, yikes. So that's gonna be fun. Kill these guys. Um, so that's one of them. The other one is Streb going to try stab you because you are on top of him. Um, that is a 13 plus 35. Wow, these guys are strong. That is a 48 to hit, Arceris. Wow, that hits her. That's hit. That hits her, actually. I think that takes her by surprise. Like, it actually hit. You start to realize you might be in over your head. 38 damage, Arceris. Holy shit! Ow. Motherfuckers. Uh, he's going to uh, spend an action to stand up because you kind of did pin him down and he's going to spend his last action to grab you and try to throw you into the orchestra that is a 7 plus his athletics modifier which is not great that's a that's a 34 against your AC he does try to throw you but you struggle back even though you are dancing uh, the last one is going to giggle a gasp and come up to uh, the end of the stage, and he's going to point at you, Voltaire, and he says, How about you experience the stage in a different way? And he casts Synesthesia on you. Ah. So what? make me a will save. Okay. 36. That's not gonna do it. Fuck me. Voltaire, suddenly your senses are switched in unexplained ways. Every You hear their footsteps and you see them. Suddenly there are flashes of color as they walk and you smell the sound that they're playing. It's like cinnamon, but what? rotten and icky. <sighs> it's gross. Um, so you're going to be clumsy tree with a minus 10 uh, foot penalty to your speed, which means you have a minus three to all your dex things and you have a minus 10 to your speed. Um, everything is concealed from you, which means it's going to be hard to hit things because you can't see them good. And you have to make a flat check every time you cast a spell because you will be distracted real bad by all the flashing colors. Oh my fucking God. That sucks. Jeez. Yeah. Hey, Voltaire, it's your turn. Whoa! Whoa! Um, alright, so I was gonna cast Dominate. <laughs> okay, make me a flat check. Uh, okay. Just roll me a regular d20. That's a 16. You're fine! Go for it! Ooh, okay, fucked. Um, I'm. Which one had the X? Uh, the one uh, that had the X was the one in the center who is currently wrestling with Arceris. 
Oh yeah, or she got it. The one who just uh, casted a bitch ass spell at me. Uh, I'm going to uh, <laughs> need a will save from. Okay. Oh no! Oh no. That is a two plus 33. That's a 35. That's not a bad roll. I rolled a 35. 35 doesn't uh, pass though. Um, oh, fuck. So what happens is that the target has to follow my orders, but it can attempt a will save at the end of each turn. Um, and if it succeeds uh, any of those will saves, uh, the spell will end. But Voltaire says, take off that stupid fucking mask, dude. Uh, okay, cool. Um, it puts its hands up to the mask and kind of clenches and wrestles with it for a second and then it shrieks as it pulls the mask off and the mask screams before it flies out of its hands flying around in circles before vanishing into thin air and the guy who's watching holding it suddenly he coughs he's like huh hey what's going on uh, yeah, calm what? down buddy huh <laughs> hold on um <laughs> Okay, Voltaire, you've one action left if you want to do anything in particular. The audience is still watching and, like, clapping every once in a while as if they're on repeat. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just gonna vibe. Okay. Angelo, it is your turn. Hey, holy shit. Um, well... Uh, uh, fuck it. Um, Angelo's like, oh dear! Um, and he... He rushes over to one of the guys and he puts his okay. his hand literally over the mask and he's going to use um, lay on hands. Okay, so the way this works is he's going to have to make a fortitude save. You will do 96 positive damage to him. <laughs> you ever roll on that one? Uh, yeah. Uh-oh! Crit fail! Uh, well... <laughs> get his ass! Uh, that's 26, so that's... That's 52. Angelo, you blast healing into him, and he lets out a gasp. He's not down yet, but certainly that fucked. That sucks. He hates it. I... Uh, he lets out another shriek, and he's not happy at you. I am gonna do it again. You have uh, one action left. Yeah, do you want to hit him yeah. again? So you press another lay on hands into this dude. Cool. Uh, so this time he rolled a 12... Plus a twelve plus three tree. That is a forty-five. A forty-five. Um. Yeah. No, that passes. Okay, so he's gonna take half damage from this. So it kind of evens okay. out. Thirty-two. Okay, so he takes sixteen damage from this. All right. Yikes! The ghost on his face is shrieking at you. You need to make me a will save, Angelo, because you've entered its Tespian aura, and that comedy mask he's wearing is grinning By at you. By the way, um, it's going to take a minus two penalty to AC. Ooh, okay, cool. Uh, that's a will save? Mm-hmm. 49. Uh, yeah, you're fucking fine. That's a crit success by fire. You just shrug that off. You don't care. You, don't, you ain't laughing. This is scary. He is just existing. Okay. Aristaris, it is your turn. You take two actions dancing away. Yee, yee, yee. You hate this. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not a dancer. Uh, you have one action left. What do you do? Uh, she has a vial okay. in her hands. All right. And what are you going to do with it? It will take two actions to feed it to him. 
I'm feeding it. What the fuck are you doing? It's it's an empty vial. She's gonna smash it where the mask <laughs> is. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, cool. Um, sure. This is gonna be an improvised attack. Make roll me uh, an attack roll using uh, yeah, using your uh, fuck. I guess your unarmed strike. Forty-one. Holy shit! Yeah, you hit him. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, I think the way this works is that you don't do a ton of damage to him because this is. Not a magical weapon, he's a... Well, he's a mask at the moment, so he it's not like he's incorporeal. But I think what happens yeah. is you throw him completely the fuck off guard, um, which is to say <laughs> that I will say that he is stunned. So he also has one less action on his turn. Fuck you, asshole! Uh, cool! It is his turn. He's like, oh, oh shit! And he kind of like stumbles around him for a second. Um, he just wastes one action. Uh, He's going to take a, another action, this time to sing in your face. He's going to use a resonating note. And he goes, ah! <laughs> um, Oh, The Black Mesa sweet voice. I was voice. literally about to say um, Benry? You? <laughs> uh, that is a 43. Uh, I guess my AC. Uh, AC, yes. What does Angelo's aura Angelo's give me again? Angelo's aura. Oh, this won't affect you. But Angelo can uh, use his uh, champion's reaction uh, to reduce some of your damage by praying loudly. Uh, yeah, because this hits uh, my AC 41. I, okay. I will do that for you. I, is that retributive strike? Yes. Um, Angelo prays loudly and makes it hurt less. And that's <laughs> how much okay. less damage is that? Two plus your level, so that's 22 damage less. Hell yeah. Which is basically all of it. He does treat damage to you because <laughs> Angelo prays so loud that it drowns it out. Uh, the one that is fighting Angelo, however, is clearly pissed off at him. And uh, it is going to try to possess him. You're not fucking allowed to uh -oh. possess me. Angelo, what is, are you trained in performance? Uh, performance? No, I... no. Okay, so you're not very good at acting, which means you're not going to be a good host for this guy. Oh no. Rats. This is lowered. And because you have a aura, which, uh, the aura of unbreakable good or something, uh, all his DCs are lowered too. Yep. So, make me a will save. 38. A 38 would not normally pass, but because of your very good aura. You do pass just about. Yes. Um, the mask flies onto your face and it clutches to you, but it can't control you. Um, mm -hmm. So you are wearing a tragic comedy mask and it's terrifying. It's like, ah! But the guy standing in front of you is like, wait, what's going on? Ah! Are you okay? He's like trying to pull it off. He's like, are you okay? The, go the mask hisses on your face. Uh, Voltaire, it is your turn. Yep. It is. Um, fuck this there's guy. There's one ghost which is still fighting Arceris, and there's one ghost who is currently uh, clutching Angelo's face. What do you do? Um, I gotta save my boyfriend. You're, uh, you're married. <laughs> you, you do... You do need to uh, like specify that you are not actually dating Angelo. 
Because no. you've said that multiple times, and we've never said that Angela was actually married to a Huffbarrow werewolf man. You know what? And Voltaire is also engaged right now, I believe. Um, literally, yep, to a gay cowboy. literally yes. both either married or getting married to other people. Um, Voltaire's just fascinated with Angela's ass is all. Um, yeah, that's fair, oh actually. God. Just do your thing. Just do your thing. <laughs> Uh, so these masks are spirits. Yes. Oh, spirit blast time. Um, I am aiming for the mask. Um, on Angelo or the one that is fighting Arceus? Mask is nothing but spirit. Uh, hmm. I'd say go for yeah. Angelo. Uh, Arceus, Arceus is a big girl. Um, okay. I can handle, can it. handle it. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna... does it have to make... What kind of save does it have to make? Uh, well, it's... I'm pretty sure I have to make the spell attack. Um, okay. So that's a plus 33. Uh, that's 18 plus 33. That is... Uh... Crit. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, it's a crit. Um, so that's 16d6 force damage. Holy shit. 59 damage. What the fuck? 59 times 2? 59 times 2. 118. That would have killed up Max Health! You raise up your hand and fucking atomize this ghost! Don't touch my boy! Thank you! Fucking stay puffed looking ass, you kill it! <laughs> Angelo rubs his hand um, down so he's like, ugh! I hate that. You've one action left if you want to do anything? Um, uh, I take that one action and I cheer for Arthur, so I'm like, go bitch, go! Um, Thank you. Angelo, it is your turn. You have uh, one... You have one ghost gone from your face. Holy shit, that was weird to feel. Um, You spit out, it takes the ectoplasm. There's one still plaguing Arceus. What do you do? Um, He saves his girl. Um, Hello? This is is his (laughs) sister-in-law. Yeah. He's gonna lay. It. She's not related to a werewolf. No, she's. <laughs> I'm just she's kidding. Just... I'm just married to Angela's yeah. sister. Okay, keep going. Um, I'm going to. You. I need a fortitude save. I need a fortitude save. Uh oh. That is a tree plus tree tree. That's a tree six. No no no. <laughs> um, thirty nine. Angelo, you rush over to this ghost, which is haunting Arceus, who's dancing still, and you put your hands on its face and pray loud prayers to Iomide, and holy light sears out and disintegrates the mask, leaving a confused freshman. And she's like, Morning already? Hey, what? Hey, huh? What? Are you okay? Huh? Uh, you almost, we'll explain. A, this is a person Stay who almost calm. died, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was being ch- chopped up by the others who are also very confused and don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. I love that, like, Voltaire is still sitting in the audience. Well, he's seat. standing up. Uh, the other ghosts. Okay. Well, the other ghosts are all sitting and still clapping every once in a while. You're on stage with three strangers who look very confused. Are you guys all right? Arceus, once the dancing breaks, just flops down the floor like, I hate dancing. Yeah. Good at it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I Stop. like dancing. Dancing's pretty great. Uh, well, hey, what's up with the ghosts? Um, uh, yeah. That ghost makes you dance. It fucking sucks. You guys were performing on the stage, and then 
you almost killed. Well, I should hope so. We're actors. You were... Oh, actors yeah, in training. Had... We're students of the Kako Academy. This is our place. Well, you had, you had masks on that were possessing you. Um, and you almost killed one of the others. Oh. Uh, maybe not that you actually, do you have... Are you injured? And she, she, he, he walks over to, um, the person who was almost, who was hurt with the axe and... She blinks and says, No, I... I feel fit as a fiddle. It's almost like I drank a healing potion of some Take sort. It. Wow. Arceus from the ground holds up, a, holds up a hand. She's like, yep, that was me. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. So I um, didn't want you dying. So what, what? what's going on? And that's when a figure appears on the stage, because this is the point. Court, like the music that's still playing swirls as you enter the part where the Banshee Prince is revived. Ah, darn it. And then that music starts to play again. Except this time it is accompanied by like a caterwauling scream. Everyone make me a will save. Okay. If it's you. Okay. Uh... 44. 46. Okay. Angelo? Um, 51. Holy shit. Yeah, you all pass <laughs> easily. These guys don't. And their body ripples and they go transparent for a second. Oh. And they start to ooze. Um, and they're like, oh! Calm down. We'll go snow. Oh no. Chill oh, the geez. fuck out for a second, all right? No, no, We're going to no, figure no, it no, out. No, you guys are going to be okay. You guys are going to be okay. You guys are going to be all right. The music continues playing, and that haunting scream starts to fade away. None of you felt anything, but these guys clearly did. And Arceris, you can tell that it came from underground. <laughs> Wait. Arceris looks at, uh, looks down, and she points at the trapdoor, and she says, I knew there was something weird about that. I knew it. You did it. You did it, R. <laughs> You you want to go down there, Ari? Wait, are you sure that place is dangerous? Okay, you're not coming. What do you care? Go back home. Go get some fucking sleep. I don't think I can leave. I'm a ghost now. You're not a ghost. And Angelo, Arceus, Arceus takes out the mask. She's like, just wear this and then put veils on. Cover your entire body. Everyone else is doing it. Body shaming. Got it. Whoop. No. Be ashamed of who you are. No. Hmm? Is it a curse they're under? You don't know. You can't tell. Angelo. Oh, fuck. Angelo kind uh, of is like. Be okay. Would recognize spell do anything? <laughs> uh, sure. Roll me a religion check. That's oh forty three. Okay, so you can't tell the exact, but you can tell that this spell. Whatever is affecting them appears to be a brand new spell. Huh. But it doesn't seem to be particularly accomplishing what it wants to do. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So the person who's doing the spell is kind of experimenting. Uh, just, just, uh, all of you go home. 
Please. Okay. It's not safe for you here. I'll be ashamed of my body forever. Thank no, you. don't no. fucking do not that. Not forever. Angel. Just wait until we're done Angel, here. Angel looks so sad. He's like, you don't need to be ashamed of your body or anything. It's okay. You're not the only people who are going through that right now. Hooray! Solidarity with other wow. people. Oh my fucking god. Let's just go to the trap door. Oh my goodness. Why are, okay. why are you all like this? You all <laughs> jumps go down from the stage. Door? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whoop! You enter the catacombs. The catacombs? Yes, oh. it would seem so. You start moving through the catacombs, and they are spooky and ooky. Down once um, more. It's creepy down here. Um, you hear the music still playing, and it seems to be coming from deeper, deeper within. Mm. Well, the only good decision... Uh, as characters in a horror campaign is to follow the music down deeper into the dungeons. Mm. Yay, self-preservation. I love being one of three protagonists. <laughs> as you're moving, uh, I think Arsaurus, with the religion check you got earlier, you can tell that this music definitely is infused with magic, but it's still being practiced, not mm. performed. Interesting. Yeah, they they still ha don't have this thing down, apparently. Yeah, sounds like shit. Eh, yeah, well, it turns into a specter. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Is there any like trap door or anything? <laughs> you keep moving, and like you are walking, and you don't see anything. It's dark down here, but like Arsaurus, you got low light vision. Voltaire, you got low light vision, and Angelo, you can you have a glowing sword. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you slowly like make your way through this I place. I believe I actually and, have uh, dark vision now, there. Oh, you also have dark vision because you're part angel. Mm -hmm. cool. oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's grimy down here. It, it's gross. You don't like this place at all. But you do hear that music and it is pulling you deeper, deeper and deeper into the underground. Is it perhaps and after what the music of the night? Mm -hmm. One could say it is the music of the night. Oh, wow. What a coincidence. <laughs> you guys eventually start coming across a winding passage. And you realize very quickly that there's something lying. In a skeleton, charred and black, lies in the middle of the corridor, almost as if it's waiting for you. What do you guys do? Well, this is nice. You could just walk past it, surely. Surely. Um. Uh, Arsuris is going to study that skeleton and see if there's anything hinky about it. It appears to be black and charred. Very. And is sitting there Mad. like it's waiting for you. Would you guys be mad if I, like, threw, like, a tangle foot bomb at it or something? I would be joyous. To see what would happen. I would be ecstatic. Angelo. Um, just be careful. Noted. She takes out a tangle foot bag and yeets it. Nothing happens because it's just a skeleton. I don't know why you guys are suspicious. Sometimes skeletons are just skeletons. It's dead. Fuck it's you, I walked past on. the goddamn skeleton. Okay. Well, then the the maze that you're in starts to come to life. All right. Okay. Anyways, I make so, my wings happen. Very quickly, um, the walls start shifting. <sighs> Fucking no, I should have gotten no direction. <laughs> so mad. Um, and quickly, uh, a wall separates all three of you. 
and you fear feel like feel a rumbling in the place as this place starts to kind of like wind around you and you realize that it is making a maze that you're all trapped in um are the walls connected to the ceiling yes fuck damn you You are underground all right just making sure um Everyone, hey, real fast, roll initiative, because you seem to be trapped in some sort of living maze, which doesn't want you to leave. Oh, cool. 40. There's a, there's a 32. Not great. No. 41. Okay. So top of the order is Angelo. Angelo, almost immediately, you are separated from your friends, and you can no longer see them. You don't know what's going on. All you can see is that the walls are suddenly dripping in this red liquid. You can't tell what it is. Maybe wine. Um, There's an uh-huh. Is there a ceiling to this? Yes, there is a ceiling. You cannot climb over the walls. Stop trying to climb over the walls. This is my evil puzzle. Stop I was going to turn into me. a bat and be cool, not climb over them. Yeah, I was going to turn into an angel and be cool. Fuck you. I was gonna use one of the potions you gave me. <laughs> the flying one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're all assholes. Hey. <laughs> There's also the quick one. I can use the quick one too. Well, Run fast. <laughs> uh, regardless, <laughs> Angelo, uh, I need you to make me a perception or survival check to try figure way out this ever shifting maze. I'm gonna use perception. Thirty three. That is actually a fail. Uh, Angelo, you spend some time, like, looking around, trying to figure out a way to get out of here, uh, but it continues shifting, and you seem to get lost and more lost. Uh, you make no progress towards the exit. However, the wall does shoot bricks at right. you. <gasps> so you need to make me a reflex save, suddenly. 46? Angelo, you quickly raise your shield and block those bricks before you start running through the rest of this place. So you take only eight damage from these bricks. Um, okay. Voltaire, it is now your turn. Um, I have an idea, and if you... You need to make... Oh. Okay. I have an idea, and if you don't let me well, do you... this, I'll hate you forever. Um. Okay. I have a best friend to bring back. Um. Oh my god, what are you doing? So when you summon something magical, like mm-hmm. uh, let's let's for like uh, for uh, let's just say it's like an invisible person, like maybe maybe uh, maybe an unseen servant that you summon, would he be able to find <laughs> his way out of the maze for me? I will say that he will assist you, and you will get a plus two bonus yes! to your perception yes! survival. Cool! Checks. I'm casting unseen servant, baby. The unseen servant uh, spawns to life. And suddenly you got an invisible little friend who starts looking around trying to help you out. Fuck yeah. Uh, Voltaire, make me a perception or survival check plus two, I fucking guess. <laughs> You're just mad because I'm fucking epic and smart. Um. Yeah, literally. Uh, that's a nat 20. Suck. Yeah, so your servant tugs on your, like, little, on your, uh, tail and points, and like, oh, there's the exit. And you happily tweedle out already. You don't even take any damage. You just spawned by the exit. Oh, shuck my uh, cock and balls. So, Voltaire, you take a seat. You're out of initiative. You take a seat. You're waiting for the others. He's just sitting there, like, uh, cross-legged. Crisscross off yeah. the sauce. Asterisk, it is your turn. Uh, you are lost in this maze. Make me a perception or survival check, unless you have a smart-ass plan to fuck me over as well. 
Uh, she's going to use an item first. Okay. <laughs> uh, she's going to use the Eye of Apprehension. Oh, okay. So you quickly rummage under your cloak and you pull out an eye which uh, actually sees for you. And this uh, does give you a bonus to perception. Yes, it does. Uh, I can roll perception twice and take the higher result. Oh, shit. Nice. Well, roll me perception twice, I suppose. That was an eight. Uh, okay, better. That was a 19. Okay, thank 19 God. plus? Uh, plus 27. So that is a 46. A 46, yes. You quickly look around and you get a glimpse of the eggs and you see Voltaire and you start running. But suddenly the exit changes at the last second. You're close, but not close enough. Uh, almost. Uh, <laughs> but then she suddenly the, wall. the ceiling starts to... Uh, Really get short on you. Make me a reflex Uh-oh. save. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, 43. Okay. Aristus, you duck and you manage to, like, avoid most of it, but it does squish you a little bit. Uh, you bump wow. your head and you get half a 17, so that's eight damage. <laughs> Stupid ceiling. Fuck you. Um, okay. Angelo, it is your turn. Uh, you have no idea where you're going. You're very afraid. Your knees are knocking. You're shaking. Do you have anything that might help you exit this um, maze? Um, Angelo kind of sighs. He's like, ugh. Um, and he puts his gloves over his eyes. And then they open. You are, you put your hands over your eyes and there are closed eyes sewed into the back of your white gloves. And those closed eyes flick open and suddenly you're using your ghost vision gloves Mm. and you can see through the ethereal plane and you watch this maze crissing and crossing and you also see the places filled with the dead you get the feeling that this maze is put here by someone malicious maybe someone who was helping build the school you don't really know this place is kind of shady to be honest (laughs) to stop people from going down Mm -hmm. here and it worked, and it also didn't work. Uh, we'll say you have a plus two bonus as well to perception now, because you can kind of see through some of the walls and see dead ends. Okay. So make me a perception All check. All right. Oh, 47. Okay, plus two. Um, that is a 49. Angelo, you see the door. You see Arceris, and you start running as well. But ah, last second, the walls cross mm-hmm. again. Um, and then the floor around you starts to try... Concrete your feet down. Make me a reflex save. Hey. Don't you fucking try me. 44. Okay. You manage to kind of like step away, but they do snag at your ankles and it hurts. Hey. You take uh, half 25. That is uh, 13 damage. Okay. I am. This is but a scratch. Arceris, you're close to the door. You can feel it. And you're, you've got more of those eye buddies. The first one has uh, withered away because it is consumable. But you've got more. Um, make me a perception check. Well, two of them if you'd like. Yeah. Um, also, I just realized I have evasion. <laughs> oh, so you didn't take any damage earlier. You completely avoided bumping your head. Cool. Cool. I think instead of... Using another eye. She kind of wants to save them. 
I don't know why, but she just wants to. She likes <laughs> okay. having she likes having things that lets her see in like dire situations. Cool. Uh, she's going to use a serene mutagen. Okay, so you quickly down this, and uh, Arceus, your eyes shut, and you can still see. However, um, you kind of go wispy, almost like you're a phantom yourself. Uh, but everything slows down for you. You are calm. You are collected. You are tall with long, long fingers. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, make, yeah, you're kind of ethereal right now. Um, you have opponents to your perception checks with this, right? Yes, I do. Cool. Roll for me. Plus four item bonus. Fuck yeah. Forty-five. Arceus, your eye, like your head slowly swifts to the side and you take a second stand completely still as these walls shift and churn around you and you just walk calmly forward towards the exit as it opens up at the last second. And you walk out beside uh, Voltaire who sees you looking like Mike McFuckhands because holy shit, what's Oh my god, why do you fucking look like that? Mutagen, Hey, hey. One, One second. second, and then she uh, she heals herself with, while dissipating the mutagen. Oh my god! So you restore ninety six healing thanks to revivifying mutagen. One of your feats. Scared the shit out yes. of me. I hey, I'm sorry. I needed to find a way to fucking get out of the maze, and that was the only way I could think well, of. Well, uh, why don't you be smart like me? Angelo, <laughs> you're still shocked in here. You're <laughs> screaming. You're crying. It's all very af- scary. Did you use hey, Unseen Servant? Yeah, Angelo's maybe. not that scared. He's actually extremely unscared. He's just nervous. Uh, so I have 42. A 42. Angelo, see the exit. You can see the ghosts pointing you there. And you give them a thumbs up. And they give you a thumbs up. And you leave. Huh? Oh, it took you so long. It's hard to, it's hard to find my way. I had help. <laughs> All right. You had help. <laughs> <laughs> so after the maze, you guys keep walking for a little bit, uh, chatting amongst yourselves. You can hear the singing is getting louder. And, mm. and after a while, you enter what appears to be an ossuary. Ooh. And it's clear this place is definitely for the opera house. Because a lot of these are the remains of famous actors. Mm. Uh-oh. Some of these bones have been disturbed, though. Someone's been through this area lately. Uh-huh. The music swells to be louder and louder until finally you guys get to a set of double doors made of iron. What appears to be a small underground mausoleum. Well, this is nothing but good ideas. <laughs> Steps inside. The doors are sh- mm. Well, the doors uh the doors have uh what appears to be a puzzle. I like puzzles. What kind of puzzle? A a cloaked reaper-like figure with the numbers 7, 9, and 11 are etched into the bones of his forearms as he reaches down to grab a farmer. Beside the farmer, a goblin cow and elf watch, each of which has eyes crafted from rubies, sapphires, and emeralds, and amethysts, respectively. Tree circles with slots uh, on the sides loop around the present figures, and it's clear the circle can be spun to change its orientation to the door. There is a phrase, Karen Elvin, which Arshers, you can read, which says, look inside yourself to find the truth. Mm. Look inside yourself to find the truth. Hide yourself. Mm. 
Well, I don't know. Let's just blast it open. <laughs> um, I mean, will that work? Voltar, make, Voltar, make me okay. a perception check. <laughs> Fuck me, to not twenty. There's no lock on the door. <laughs> Voltaire opens the door. The door is open. Oh my god! <laughs> I did it. I solved it. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> There's no solution to that puzzle. I was just fucking. I'm gonna kill you. Uh. And you enter! You enter the mausoleum. Ooh. And you you go in. And this mausoleum is clearly for a well-beloved person. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... It is almost like a miniature opera theater with a chandelier above made of candles, which still glow a sickly green light upon the floor, which is covered in pavement stones four coffins lie on eaters uh, four on both sides of the walls and they appear to be occupied by sleeping people and in a circle surrounded by candles near the top near the coffin itself where the grave honors the person buried here but the name has long been etched out you see a figure and the figure turns he's got a He's got a wide-brimmed cap with a long feather and a long, long coat as well. He wears the mask of a skull and has grayed skin and long pointed ears, a rapier by his side, and you realize that this is none other than the Banshee Prince himself. And he turns to you and he says, Ah! Travelers! You should not have come here, for it shall doom. be your doom. Your doom, yeah, we heard you, the you speech, know this we know the words, we got it. This is not our first Love your outfit. <laughs> Thank you, I suppose. What brings you to my backstage? Uh, now listen, uh, we, uh, we, uh, pff, we don't mean to intrude. Are you here, perhaps, for an autograph? Oh, I'd love one, and he walks up to him. Oh, my God. He he opens his hand, like, beckoning you for his... Come to me. Voltaire, please stop. Voltaire, that generally means not go to... Come back here. Come to me, Yeah, of course, and he walks up to him, and he he puts a hand out uh, with... uh, He uh, he has the um, costume that he took earlier, and he's like, could you sign this? And then with the other hand, he fucking... He signs it. Huh? He signs it. He's like, there you go, my angel. <laughs> oh. Who am I making? To whom do I make this uh, ask I mean, for? Voltaire. Um, but where, huh? Voltaire? Dearest Voltaire, thank you for coming to what shall surely be the greatest performance of my own Angela. life. <laughs> Signed, yeah, the Banshee Angela Prince. Turns. This doesn't usually, like, happen. Why? I Why don't know. Why hasn't he learned his lesson? I'm sure you'd this all like new. to know. My tragic story. Uh, yeah, sure. We, we, I mean, we saw your play twice. <laughs> but the play you saw above is a mockery of my oh. tale. It left out so many details, honestly. <laughs> First off, poison? Jesus, please. No, it was an axe, like oh. I showed it. And then when they were done with my body, they burnt me and put me into the pipe organ and played me in front of the crowd. It was g- glorious and dramatic. Even I have to admit that. But they leave it out in the fucking play. 
really, God, the book is so much better. <laughs> Shut up, stop no. making fun of me. For some, maybe because for audiences who don't like that kind of stuff. Well, those audiences are pussies, aren't they? Anyway, I've written a wow. better version of the script about my story, and of course I shall have the main piece. But I have come to a realization, my friend. Yeah. Uh-huh. As a banshee, the living cannot hear my song. Right. So how are you going to fix that? I am devising a symphony. One which will turn all those who hear it, all of cacao, into spirits. Wow. And then, when they're all ethereal, they shall be forced to join my phantasmal audience, like the one you saw upstairs, forevermore. Well... I gotta applaud you. I'm going to Ooh. kill an entire city so they can watch my better version. I got, no, I got that. Don't worry. Um, I uh, have you thought about maybe just like not doing that though? Why not? Um, Why not? Have you ever just considered like having somebody like read that write like an actual like better version of like the play? But I won't be um, the main star. This seems obvious to me. I'm just gonna kill them all. Just like. Come up and be like, hi, I might be like a ghost, but like I still want to be in the play. Like, have you considered like doing that? Also, people up people up top are just using masks and fucking hiding every it's part not, of their body. It's not perfect so yet soon they shall be completely ethereal. Well, I know that, but you you get what I'm saying, right? You could just go up there and do do the same thing, and then you could just you you could you do know, like a whole party or world thing. You don't gotta be alone. Yeah. He kind of like flourishes and says, well, you know us Tespian folk, he says with a ghoulish grin, and he throws his cape back and sneers, sharp teeth. We always did have a touch for the dramatic, uh. but enough talk. How about you? <sighs> okay, we tried reasoning with him. I don't know, Everyone, what, to, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> roll initiative against one of Kakao's most famous phantoms. The Banshee Prince himself. I was going to surprise attack him when he was fucking signing the thing. I know. I know you are. <laughs> I was going to spear it blast him. That's really fucking funny to me. <laughs> 35. Okay, that is a 13 plus 35 for the Banshee Prince. So he got a 48 on initiative. So to start us off, it is the Banshee Prince. And he laughs and he says, <laughs> Pyrotechnics! And uh, he flashes a hand and suddenly the candles around him flash! The candles around him burst into a spray of colorful, flashy fire in aerial fireworks in a 20-foot radius burst. Um, so all of you have to make me a fortitude save to avoid being blinded by these flashing lights. Okay. Uh, 39. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, 38. Uh, 46, and I have Juggernaut. Okay. Where the fuck is your spell, Lisey? Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay, so, uh, here's the thing. His DC is 44, so Arshus, you pass. Angelo, you 
barely pass because you've got Juggernaut, Angelo, and Arceus. Both of you actually crit succeed, and you're fine. It doesn't bother you. Uh, Voltaire, however, you are real fucking close to these pyrotechnics. And you are blinded for a round. Suddenly, you cannot see. Your eyes! Oh, ah! fucking flashbanged um, me. He fucking <laughs> flashbanged you. Um... And now he's going to move very quickly. He moves at a speed of 60 feet, flying. And as he does, he leaves a trail of smoke. Um, and this smoke uh, will conceal him as he moves. Uh, uh, and now he is within range of you all. And he activates his aura of frightful presence. Everyone, make me a will save. Uh, 37. Okay. Uh, 38. <laughs> okay. He is now in your aura, Angelo, so his DC is a little lowered. That being said, a 37 and a 38 still both don't pass. Yeah, uh, all of you are affected by his terrifying presence. Okay. Um, so you're all frightened too. This means that uh, all your rolls will be too lower. Um... It, this wears off slowly, but uh, you get the feeling that he's going to capitalize okay. off that. Um, he's now standing in front of you, Angelo, in a cloud of smoke. I've only frightened one. Oh? Because of Aura of Courage. Ah! You have an ability as a paladin which reduces all frightened effects by one and drains them much faster. And that's that also Fuck. includes you, KK. You're only frightened one as well. Um, it's an aura. Thank goodness. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm gonna, um, attack. That is a 46. A 46 is a hit against a Banshee Prince, but you need to make a, you know, flat check first and make sure you don't whiff it through the smoke. All right. 14. Yeah, you're fine. You hit him. Roll damage. All right. That is... Uh, 41 damage. Dang! Yeah, your sword cleaves through this ghostly body, and he lets out a howl, and he says, Ah! Your blade is enchanted to touch ghosts, I see! Yeah. <laughs> Excellent choice. This might surprise you, but I am a ghost. I'm not surprised literally at all. I can Wait, tell that you're a ghost. Me, I can feel it. You... You're a banshee. No. Boom! <laughs> I'm sure you got two actions. All right. Okay. Um. All right. I'm gonna continue smacking him with my sword. Okay. Go for it. Um. That is a. Well, that's a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Don't hit. You slash forward a second time, but this time you just whiff through the smoke, and he lets out another cackle. All right. I'm going to attack one more time. Okay. Um, all right. 36 minus 10 is 26. 26. Sorry, I'm yes. really, really dumb. <gasps> oh my god! Lads, I rolled got? a nat 20. Oh, shit. Okay. You flay him, which is hard to do with, since he is a ghost. Eat my ass. Um, also... Um, 
That's going to be 31 times 2. 31 times 2 is 62. All right. Angelo, that is your turn. Arceris, this horrible phantom boy is in front of you. It's hard to make him out in the shadows, but he's there and he's scary. You are a little bit frightened. Um, However, Angelo, you do reduce your fear check by one. So actually, Arceris, as you stand side by side with Angelo, your fear slowly slips away. Not Voltaire, though. Voltaire's so fucking scared of shit. You need to... They need a, they need a bromance to do that. Yeah. So, Arceris, as Angela's fear slips away, so too does yours. You are no longer afraid. You have three actions. What do you do? Well, this man probably can be. Battle cry. Ha! Okay, you let a scream of anger as a reaction. Make me an intimidation check. 46. Okay, a 46 uh, against his will, DC. Just about doesn't pass. You snarl out in anger. Um, and he cackles and says, I love your style, darling. Let me show you how I scream. <laughs> Fucked up. Uh, you have three actions left. What do you do? Uh, she's going to throw a directional... Uh, she's gonna throw a directional bomb at her feet. Okay, you throw a bomb, and instead of exploding in a circle around you, it blasts out like a shotgun spray in front of you. Uh, so, what bomb are you doing? Frost file. Okay, cool. Uh, so, you have to make a bomb roll against him. Yes, I do. Bombs are... 29. Ooh! Uh... 46. You blast him with this bomb, and ice shivers over him, and he lets out a gasp. He's like, Whoa! I did not dress for this weather! <laughs> um, Romy, damage. 13 damage. And okay, he, is he takes up 13 damage. Minus and? 15 stat penalty to speeds. Ooh, his 60 foot move speed is now slowed down to only a. 45, still not great for, that's not great for him, honestly. Um, you still have two actions left. <laughs> um, and what she is going to do is, she is going to use mutagenic, fla- mutagenic flashback to bring back her bestial mutagen. Okay, uh, that's a free action. So, what happens is Arceris is like, she bombs him and he's like cackling and joking and suddenly she like twists her head and like uh, American Werewolf in London style, her body contorts, her arms stretch out, her teeth grow sharp and she's back in her horrible cat mutant form. And he's like stops and he's like, hey, what the fuck? That's not right, what the fuck? Science, bitch. You still have two actions left. Oh. Uh. Oh, buddy. Oh. Oh, buddy. You're missed, so I probably won't be able to feral fang you or anything like that. You will. Fuck yeah. Uh, one action to claw, one action to fang. (laughs) She is going to bite. Okay. So first off, make me a d20 flat check to see if you actually get him in his smoke. 16. Okay, you're fine. Bite him. Uh, that is a 46. 
Yeah, holy shit, you lunge at his throat and bite through him, and mostly he's incorporeal, but you do pierce into him. And it's, he lets out a shriek again. It's kind of fucked up. 32 damage plus one lightning damage, so 33. Okay, Arceris, uh, you've bitten him, but uh, you still have one action left and your claws are very fast. What do you do? Oh, my claws are very fast. Um, that is, this is um, at a minus four? Yes, because your claws are agile and they're more likely to hit. Okay, so that is a 43. Yep, just about. You get him. Go for it. Fuck yeah, 33 damage. Okay, you slash through this ghost and he lets out another ghastly wail. Uh, Voltaire, it is your turn. Yeah. Holy shit, you're terrified. Holy shit. Uh... You're blind, you don't know where he is. Um, because you are blind, that means you are going to have a hard time kind of telling what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, um... You have minus four penalty to all your stat checks. Uh, you can't detect anything using vision. All terrain is difficult terrain to you. What's what, up? Uh, fuck you, hold on. What if I oh. cast True Scene? <laughs> What if I did that and I threw that wrench in your plans? Um, <laughs> I hate level 20 characters. Yeah, fuck you. Unfortunately, that is a two-action thing, so I can't do much else except for uh, walk closer to my uh, compadres. Well, you don't know where he is necessarily. Uh, you can make a perception check to hear him, though. He is pretty fucking loud. Um, yes, he's very loud. He's make extremely a perception loud. Check. I will. 29... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll say, I'll say 29, you can tell where he is. Okay. Um, you turn around, uh, and you start walking that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe your reflex save. You're gonna oh, make me fall stairs. up the stairs, dog. <laughs> stairs. 33. You don't fall down the stairs. A tree tree is probably enough to avoid falling down the stairs. Yes! Uh, you yeah, almost fall down the stairs, but you stop and you uh, you kind of crawl through the darkness. Um, <laughs> and you just walk over to him, or what are you doing? Uh, I'm walking closer to Angelo is what I'm doing. Okay, you run up to Angelo for comfort. Um, That's my emotional support boy. Okay, then. Uh, then I stumble over to Angelo, um, and I know where yes. he is because I you can hear him, right? very quickly clutch onto his armor. Angelo, suddenly you're globbed, even though you're in the middle of a sword oh, fight. Oh, hi! <laughs> uh, give me a will save. What? Give me a will save. Okay. Uh, that is a seven, plus his will is 38. Um, he's a willful boy. Uh, that is a 45. Fuck me. Um, well, something still happens. Uh, okay. I cast Spiritual Epidemic. Um, oh my god. So now he is enfeebled too and oh stupefied god. for enfeebled a round. Oh my god, enfeebled too? Uh, he lets out a whoa! Because Jesus Christ. Um, he's, yes, yeah, strength go. It's a good thing he's a dex fighter mostly. Yeah. Um, but he's also stupefied, which means his spells are a little bit fucked over. Yeah, fuck you. Is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Voltaire, your fear goes down by one. Yeah. And you're no longer blinded. Yeah. Uh, and the Banshee Prince lets out a gasp, and he turns to you, Voltaire, and he says, Ah, 
I spy with my little eye some fear in your eye. And not as much. You're still frightened. Yeah, but not as much, though. So. Oh, my boy, you are about to suffer. Uh-uh. Um, so that is a 16 plus his uh, strike. That is a, hey, does a 57 hit. Yes, 57. Here's the thing about that. Is a crit. Here's the thing about that, though. Okay. What yeah. if you didn't? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what if I just hit you with my sword? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like what if I what if like, what if I just did that? What if I like just what if I just like you know what if I just like, you know like oh we so you're champion. using your retributive strike, the iconic ability of a Pathfinder Paladin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, as he goes for your friend Angelo, you interpose, swinging his holy sword, uh, making an attack roll. Of course. Yeah, get into it. All right, Ritz. Don't make me regret that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Um. Oh shit! Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, I rolled an 18 plus 36 is um, yeah, uh, 54. Okay, so that is a crit. So um, fuck you. Which is wild because he's a level 21 monster. Um. <laughs> I will also point out that you have Instrument of Zeal, which means that whenever you critically hit a foe with uh, Retributive Strike, you add an extra damage dice, and the target is slowed on its next turn. But as well as having uh, Instrument of Zeal, which really fucks him up when you uh, hit him, mm-hmm. um, you also have the ability to be an Exalt, and as you strike, all your allies get the ability to strike as well, teaming up to take down this bad boy as they, as you all throw in your own retributive strike. How does it feel to be included? Jaw, jaw, I'm gonna bite. Okay, Voltaire, do you want to punch him as well? I'd love to kick him in the dick. Okay, this will be a melee attack, just so you know, you absolute twink. Listen, Voltaire <laughs> has a weapon, he just doesn't use it. Okay. Um, so he's gonna kick. <laughs> okay. Uh, where's my melee? Okay. Wow. Uh, that is a <laughs> 45. 37. A 45 is a hit. A 37 is not a hit, Voltaire. You swing your staff anxiously as he goes to stab you. Um, and so, Angelo, you slice. Astros, you bite. Voltaire, you scream. Um, so, uh, Angelo, roll damage. Astros, roll damage. Wow. Uh, 23 damage. Dang, okay. Angelo? Um, 46. Times two? That's 92 damage, Angelo. Yeah! I'm gone. You slash into him, and he lets out a hiss of pain, because suddenly he's slowed, and he, like, kind of... Again. <laughs> He, like, stumbles backwards a little bit, and uh, this time the slowed means he loses an action. And he, like, clutches at his gut, and he says, What have you done to me? Uh, But he has already stabbed into Voltaire at this point. And Voltaire, you take uh, 48 plus 20 damage from the stab. 43 damage. 
Ow. But more worryingly, he does 66 precision damage to you because you are frightened. Ugh. And he has uh, a feat called uh, Frightening Flare. You capitalize on the fear of others to deliver a supernaturally stunning strike. When you succeed on melee strike against a target with a frank condition, you deal an extra 66 precision damage. Also, Voltaire, make me a will save. <laughs> God damn, man. <laughs> okay. Don't forget that this is at 20... Uh, uh, 22 less damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45. 45. Okay. Uh, so you're fine. Uh, you don't succumb to his fear effect because he was going back to reset your fear up good. Oof, okay. Good. Um, so you took 24, was it? Yeah, about. 24 damage less, so he completely nullifies that strike he did on you, the precision one. But you still did take a lot of damage earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, with his last a- action, he is actually going to uh, fly 45 feet back, leaving a trail of smoke behind him again and concealing him once more. Angelo, it is your turn. Uh, he is 45 feet away from you now. He's... He is spinning back to that circle of fire as he grips his wounds. He is badly hurt. Mm-hmm. I commit murder. Um, Angelo can't do that. He's 45 feet away. I commit justified murder. All right. <laughs> he's 45 feet away, so you cannot reach him on foot. Um, well, you know what? I don't need to reach him on foot. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I make my wings come back. Little halos over Angela's. Um. Okay, you embrace your angelic aspect and you flash forward. 60 feet move speed. Fuck me, I didn't think of that. Um, and then he comes over and he's like, hi! Um. Get away! Um, and he's going to continue to smite the shit out of this dude, you know? Okay, go fresh. That's a 7 plus 36 is 43. 43 is a hit. Roll damage. That's, um... 43 damage. Okay. You slash into him, weaving through him, and he lets a wailing scream, and he says, Ah! You wretch! Don't you know who I am? I am the greatest artist this city has ever seen! Don't you know who I am? Um... No? <laughs> I'm Angelo, and you can't kill me, but I can kill you. Um... I'm gonna attack another time, and that's a... 30... 40... 44. 44 is a hit roll damage. 37 damage. Yikes, okay. He's not looking hot. He's definitely in pain. Um, Asterisk, it is your turn. He's 45 feet away. Angelo's up in his grill, but you are not. What do you do? Well, uh, she is going to... She's going to drink another mutagen. Which one? Quicksilver. <gasps> okay. Aristus, you down a second mutagen, and your mutagen's concoct inside you, and you twist and shiver, and suddenly you, like, lean forward, you're much more angular. Aristus, your legs split backwards like they're digitigrade, and you are suddenly much leaner and scarier. Uh, fuck me, you're terrifying. 
Uh, your move speed increases by 20 feet. You know what also increases? What? My ranged attacks. Oh, what, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> your voice cracked! <laughs> I didn't know that one! Okay, cool, 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 what are you doing? She's gonna fucking baseball throw a directional thunderstone bomb. Holy shit, you yeet a bomb right into him! Yeah. Cool, making an attack roll. Yep, plus four of them, 20 to my move speed. Okay, so my bombs. 47. That's a hit, roll damage. And then I would like you to make me a fortitude save. Okay, he takes 15 damage. And the fortitude save, that is an eight plus. Uh oh. That's an eight plus 32. That's a 40. That's his worst save. Damn it. Okay, so he's not deafened. Okay. Uh, you throw a bomb in his face and it explodes in a wave of sound and he shrieks. Uh, and he kind of stumbles back. Okay, Astris, that is your turn. Uh, Voltaire, you've uh, three actions. Uh, Angelo is up the steps near the circle of uh, candles where the Banshee Prince now stands in a shroud of uh, smoke. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I, I'm right pissed. I'm right down pissed. Uh, I don't like this man. Well, right now, I think he's pretty cool otherwise. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, I got a signature. He's pretty... I, he's hot. Uh, but... Voltaire's not having a good time. He's scared. His knees are shaking a bit. Um, he got stabbed. Uh, that happened. Now, spirits, like, such as this one, they have minds, yeah? That's true. Cool. Um, give me a will save. That is a 5 plus 38. That is a 43. That just saves. Okay. Um, fuck. Well, uh, on its next turn, it's gonna be confused. I casted uh, Warp Mind. You cast what? Warp Mind. Oh my god, that's a really fucked up spell, man. I know, I'm mad. Uh, so he's gonna spend his first action on the next turn okay. being confused. So he's confused. Yes. Cool. Um... All right, neat. Um, you have one action left. What do you do, Voltaire? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking lay here. Okay. Uh, it is the Banshee Prince's turn. Uh, he is confused, yes. right? So the way the confusion works is that he doesn't have his wits about him, and he attacks wildly. He is flat-footed, and he doesn't treat anyone as his ally. Uh, he can't relay actions. He can only use his actions to strike or use offensive cantrips, although he might uh, be he might be able to do some other things uh, if you know is natural for him. Uh, so I think he's going to do with one action the most famous thing a banshee is known uh -oh. for, and he begins to scream. Uh -oh. Everyone, make me a will save as he lets out a wail of the banshee. Thirty-two. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh. 39. 51. Uh. Angelo, you pass entirely. Mm. Ashris, you fail. And Voltaire, you crit <laughs> fail. God! Ouch. He lets out an 
ear-splitting shriek, and Astros, you feel the vials on your belt start to crack as this high-pitched scream belts through you all. Uh, uh, Astros, you take 46 damage, and Voltaire, you take a whopping 92 damage. Ooh. Um, the confusion wears off on his uh, his second two actions, and he shakes his head and snarls, and he says... You won't send me back to sleep. How about you? And he raises his hands, which catch on fire, and he bursts out a blazing hands at you all. Uh, everyone, make me a reflex save. Uh, I'm better at those, thank God. Okay. Uh. Forty-five. Uh, forty-five also. Hey, I have evasion. That's a nat oh, 20, God. baby. That's a nat 20. So, Angelo slips on the carpet and actually falls on his <laughs> ass, but that's perfect because uh, he's blasting gouts of flames from his hands. Um, Aristus, you duck backwards uh, very easily. Um, and Voltaire, mm-hmm. normally this wouldn't pass. But because Angelo's right up in his grill, his DCs are lowered by two, so you oh just God. about managed to pass. And you only take half of 18d6. <laughs> so you take half of 52. That is 26 damage. Angelo, All it right. is your turn. The Banshee Prince is in your face. The man who's trying to sink Kakao into a pit of spirits simply so he can perform once again. What do you Stab do? Stab him in the dick. Um. Okay. Well, actually, fun bit of trivia, banshees tend to only be women. Stab him in the pussy. Trans right for the evil ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I love being level 20. And how much damage would that be? 42. 42. You are literally fucking with me. This always happens to me no matter where I go. Angelo, how do you do this? You got the exact amount of damage she had left. Um, so, I think that um, when Angelo slips, um, I, he's, he sort of, like, flails out. <laughs> and he's holding his sword. Um, but I think it, like, stabs into his stomach. And then he falls onto his ass, so it goes down. You bisect this man, and he lets out a ah! as he kind of shimmers all over the place and starts to fade out. And with that, he vanishes. When there's a gust of cold wind and the candles go out, and you know that while you have not gotten banished him forever, you have defeated the Banshee King and liberated Kakao from its ghastly curse. All that remains on the floor is a mask of a skull. (sighs) Angelo is sitting on his ass and he's like, Oh wow, that was was an accident. Oh my goodness. Arceris reverts back. That's that's 18d6 healing. Wait! Hmm? I'm at 69 HP. Hell... Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Perfect for Pride Week, I guess. 67, wow, that's really so is. close to 69 as well. Double 69. Anyway, Damn. you restore 67 HP, Arceris, as you slip out. And those coffins open, and these people who looked like 
they were spiritual, but immediately that's already fading. Fall out. Uh, and you can see two of them are dressed in the uniforms of city guard. One of them looks suspiciously like a street rat. Oh, hey. Uh, uh. Pink Arthurus runs over to each of them and checks to see if they're okay. All alive, all doing well. Just a little ghastly, okay. but that's fading. Well, you know, uh, she helps them. She helps them out of the coffins. Because that cannot be comfortable. <laughs> Most of them are like, oh, uh, city guard noise, city guard noise, uh, uh, ACAB, yeah. Uh, <laughs> city guard noise. And, uh, but the one of them, this, uh, the rogue-looking one, she grins at you as uh, she kind of slowly comes out and says, Hello, beautiful. How can I help someone like you today? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm married. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, I am too. I remember. Oh my God, there was a ghost. Um, no, you're okay. You're okay. Ghost is gone. Ghost is oh, no more. Cool. The, the Banshee Prince? Like the Banshee Prince? Yeah. Hi, I'm Venel. Um, I'm the uh, uh, the companion of Countess Livergrace. Yeah, she uh, she gave us the introduction. She uh, told us oh. all about you. Good old Cassandra. Uh, I will say this yeah. woman is like 20 years younger than Countess Livgrace. You know? Cougar! Cougar rights! <laughs> <laughs> um, you seem pretty young? Yes, um, Cassandra liked me, and what can I say? The MILF is always right. <laughs> Shut up, Milf! Shut you know the fuck up! You, you, you. Can we go back? Let's to get her? you out of here. <laughs> Can we go back home? Oh my yeah, god! Let's get, let's, let's get let's get out of here. Let's let's yeah, go. You, there on. are other people here, right? Actually, yeah, they're city guards. They're, yeah. they're barely people. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Oh well, Angelo's gonna help them out, anyways. <laughs> Jesus. Well, ACAB, you return to <laughs> the. Uh, you return to the. I take the uh, mask. You take the mask. It's a scary. It's a scary mask, and inside it's signed. It says "Property of the Banshee Prince." Do well, not property steal. of me now, bitch. <laughs> this will make you scratch out Banshee Prince. He scribbles in Sharpie. Uh, he scribbles out. He doesn't. He crosses it out so you can still see it, and he puts full <laughs> this tear will be an excellent under thing it. The gift to your cowboy boyfriend. Oh, absolutely. All right. Uh, you all. Return to uh, the Starling House to Countess Livgrace. And um, as you push open the doors to Countess Livgrace's chambers at the Starling House, Venel breaks into a sprint, running towards Cassandra and sweeping her off her feet. Cassandra Livgrace gasps, throws her veil back, and peppers Venel's face in kisses. After the heartwarming reunion, the Countess stands, regaining her composure as she smiles. Heroes, she starts. With your help, soon the city of Karkao will slowly be able to return to normal. I don't know how to thank you. She slowly reaches into her pocket and produces something. Mm-hmm. Three tickets to the latest rendition of Requiem of the Banshee Prince. But perhaps you'd like to share an evening to- out together as thanks. <sighs> <sighs> Sounds good. <laughs> Guys. One more time. That, my friends, is where we're going to end it today. Happy oh, Pride Week, missed. everyone! And <laughs> enjoy the rest of June. 
And as always, keep it rolling. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.